A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to a very special episode of Weird News here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world, but not for this week, because I'm joined as always, my best pal, Mr. Sean Bean. Sean, how's it going? I'm good, Connor. New year, new me. Uh, I'm going to be more of a problem to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? It's good to have goals. It's good to have dreams. I'm going to cause more of maybe some public... Nuisance situation. Oh, maybe shout with more waiters. Maybe exactly. like throw a few things in public. God, that I was more of a private nuisance. Myself. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was my rank in the army. <laughs> so you've probably seen the title of this episode. We are doing our top ten weird news stories of the year, as voted for by you guys. Thank you very much to everyone who sent in the votes. Yeah, a lot um, of people voted. I was really a lot of surprised and impressed. Yes, there was a lot of options, 25 options, and we we have been whittled down to the top 10. Um, so yeah, once again, I wanted to thank everyone for their votes. This is the highlight show, so it's just going to be the next 10 stories. I don't know how long this episode is. Sean will probably be near death by the time this is finished. Yeah, uh, Sean? This, oh yeah, this is going to be one of those uh, late night weird news uploads, folks. <laughs> We're recording this bit on Wednesday, so it's yes, still got to um, be edited. <laughs> so I know what's number one. Sean knows what's number one. You don't know what's number one. So, I mean, wait and find out, I suppose. Yeah, wait around for oh, probably upwards of two hours at this oh, point. Probably. Do it in does. bits. Segment it off. <laughs> um, and we just wanted to thank everyone for listening throughout the year. It's been a fantastic year just for us um, and the show in general. And we just want to thank everyone for all their support on the show, on Spotify, iTunes, on the Patreon as well. We've seen a massive jump over there. Big so jump. we're and hoping then. to do a lot more content this year in 2024. Yeah, everyone who shows up to the live streams as well. That's always really, really appreciated. Uh, yeah. just, it's been amazing. It's been a good year. And this yeah. one's going to be even better apart from the fact that I'll be a nuisance (laughs) this is not filling me with joy I'm kind of now regretting maybe starting this year 12 more months (laughs) of nuisance Um, (laughs) so yes this is the highlight show Uh, we hope you have a great time listening to all of these highlights it's probably the only episode I might listen to myself even bits of it I hate listening to us but I, I might it. tune in to maybe number one. I'm the only podcast I listen to. 
<laughs> such a sad man and a sad <laughs> life okay <laughs> everyone go enjoy thank you very much one of our favourite segments here is Sean Solves of course is the segment of weird news which happens every so often in which I find an agony ad or a problem that somebody has messaged in to somebody this week um, looking for advice yeah. and I discount whatever fucking dumb expert expert in quotation well, yeah, marks online expert yeah. professional doctor <laughs> or whatever Highlight expert medical advice, just shit, shit talk. Qualified therapist, none of that Mm. is helpful here. All absolute fucking rogues, just rogues and cowboys everywhere. Just abs, they're after your money, is what they're after. Don't go to the doctor. Ask your friend Jim to have a look at that cut. Jim will do it for free. Jim is sound. That's what we do here. You're going back together, lad. You don't need that fucking leg. Anyway, Sean. What I've decided to do is this week is we've got a good one and it's what does this man do next? Because oh. I have man discovers he's related to his fiance after doing DNA tests before the wedding. Hmm. <laughs> oh, how, oh, how closely related are they? <laughs> Um, a man has had the surprise of his life after discovering his related groom-to-be is or sorry he's related to his groom to be yeah um so what happened is my fiance who's 28 and him also 28 are getting married in a few months sean locked in we love love um, that's great to hear we love love here we're extremely happy and in love a great start to any sort of marriage story yes um however just as the couple are organizing their nuptials the man that purchased a dna kit which uncovered a horrifying revelation no. <laughs> oh no oh no I, i'm super into ancestry and i've been building out my family tree i saw a promo on ancestry.com for a 50 percent off dna kit what and, a steal this couldn't backfire in any way an absolute robbery my life will not be changed dramatically by this kit <laughs> said. and i bought one for me and my fiance um a few hours ago on a flight, my fiance got his DNA on a flight. back on a flight. <laughs> In the view DNA matches section was my picture. <laughs> no. How? How what are the what? I, uh, what do you do? You're on a flight as well. So yeah. you're, away you're trapped. You're, you're trapped there. I mean, if you had your phone in airplane mode, none of this would have been a problem until your feet were safely on the ground. How are you I'm just signal saying, up there? What's happening? Like, what's he doing? What kind of connection? Who's he with? Is I he, want to know the service provider. If you're getting connection up there, if you're getting signal up there. Now look, I was I've never tried. You know, I've always just taken it for granted. I'm too scared. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, the Ryan airplane is looking to get off the ground. I don't want to be fucking wavering that. (laughs) There was, like, like the Ryanair landings as well. Fucking terrible. Every fucking time. I hate it. He goes down and goes back up for a minute and then back down. Anyway. (laughs) Anyway. And then you go on Aer Lingus, smooth, smooth as butter. Clean living, boy. You're never getting a smoother flight. Doesn't make any sense. Surely the the pilots must go to the same schools. Is there like a posh school for the Aer Lingus pilots and a less posh school for the Ryanair pilots? Or is it like a nicer car? Like, does the Aer Lingus plane have power steering or that kind of thing? Like... (laughs) 
He's got the beeper. Yeah. When you're approaching someone in the back. <laughs> the reverse camera on the plane. There's no need for the lads with the glowing cones to do it. Um, uh, so, we, we don't know how to feel, he said. He now feels conflicted, Sean. Yeah. Um, They're we not just brothers, landed. Though. We just landed and are now on vacation with a large group. <laughs> Do you, oh, no. no. Oh, no. Keep that secret. They went that, on a friend's holiday and then yeah. they found this out. Okay. What damage control? Oh, like, it, it must tell them how closely they're related. They're not brothers, surely. They are third cousins. Sure. What's a third cousin? Okay. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> You're trying to work it out. I would say a third cousin still a bit close I think I would try to go for no cousin yeah but look like hang on so oh here takers can't be choosing no not at all look no but (laughs) hang on cousin chart here we go so a third cousin means yeah that you have the same great great grandparents okay so your granddad's granddad grand your granddad's dad's dad is the same. Right. Is that like incest like inbred wise, like is that the same like I d I don't know. It's I not mean, like I would good. say too close for comfort. I would, look, I would say how sexy is the cousin? <laughs> 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 we really have to take it all the fundamental things. <laughs> so a pros and cons list here. It's all like, if you were only marrying him for his personality at this point, yeah. I'd be like, here, look. Look, there's loads of people with personalities, lad. You know yeah. what I mean? They're, 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 yeah. But they're, they've been happily in love for years, allegedly. Yeah. but And this has never yeah. come up. Like, it's never come up that they've had... They've never met, like, they presumably have met each other's families. And well, the they families would never have met their great, great, great granddad. I, I would hope not. Otherwise, they're being no, haunted as be well. Weird. Like, <laughs> but, like, the, their uncles and aunts haven't been like, oh, here's a here's a weird link. Like, I don't know. Because Ireland is small enough as well that I'm sure a third cousin has happened somewhere. Oh, we're all second or maybe first cousins, to be honest. Could For be. me, I mean, first cousins with everyone. Um, everyone yeah. I've ever had a relationship with has been a first cousin. That's now, been a I don't, requirement, I don't feel actually, ashamed. which was strange. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel ashamed to say Bring your birth certificate. I love the idea. Let me family sit me down like, there's other people. There's, other people. <laughs> there's a country out there you can go for. But they're all at the parties I'm going to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, granny's parties. Yeah, sure, we, we already do Christmas. She's already met everyone. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Don't have the double invite at the wedding either. Just yeah. saving fucking Fuckin money. Saving money, Dad. Yeah, now, aren't you proud of me? <laughs> um, did, did you ever do so a DNA the- test? Uh, I actually haven't for this exact very reason. This is it. I mean, uh, uh, mm. I haven't done it. My brother did one. Uh, uh, turns out we're mostly Irish with uh, peppering of Neanderthal in there, Connor. <laughs> I okay. First of all, that's bullshit. Because are we not all peppered with Neanderthals well, somewhere it, along well, the line? Well, there was a time back in you know pre or mid Ice Age that uh, Neanderthals and Homo sapiens actually lived side by side. So right. and then the Neanderthal line died off completely. Homo sapiens became the dominant species of human. So right, so you're actually descended from the non-dominant species of human. It's a, it's a small percentage, is all I'm saying. 
you know. No, what you're saying, yeah, but you come from a weaker bloodline. No, not, not a weaker bloodline. A different bloodline with more lived experience, shall we say. <laughs> yeah, but the ones that died out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, the ones that I would describe as, in my own a- a- accent, wake. They're very weak. Weak. Also, for international listeners, that's spelled W-E-A-K. Uh, weak <laughs> is how... How are you, how you calling me fucking, like, behind the times? You you're you're you saying weak like wake. <laughs> yeah, not being able to say things in spell is different from being wake. Right? Oh, you know sorry, I mean? yeah, yeah. No, my thing is different from being fucking tick. <laughs> I think wake should not be adopted. I'm scared wake will be adopted by the people, you know, who go around calling everything woke. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, we'll be wake. And I'm, I'm worried that'll be the other side of the coin. Then they'll take it from me because that's one of my favorite phrases. It's it's not as it's not as strong as weak. It's very if you call someone weak, it's like, a, yeah, your weak is a bit demeaning. But your wake yeah. has a bit of an Irish kind of slang to it. That's and it can, and weak weak mostly refers to like the person themselves, whereas wake can be like, oh no, that's a fucking wake argument that you're making there, like. <laughs> Oh, you know it does. It does. Have to do I do that like it. A wake argument. A wake argument. Of course, Irish funeral. Sure, it's yes. all cousins. Like uh, <laughs> my dad has seventy first cousins as well. Fuck off. He does seventy. He does like seventy first. Like this is not. This is kind of. I would say supplementing some of the theories of Ireland in that where everyone just has nineteen children at all times. Yeah, like there, uh, like there are two big families, but. No one's married a cousin, as far as I know. No one's married a second cousin. Don't know about third cousins. I don't know if that's far mm. enough away. Is that fine? Isn't there a thing? But are we not all cousins? <laughs> if you go further, far enough. Well, if, yeah, if you go far enough back, like everyone. Sure isn't fucking Prince Charles, like, massively inbred, or King Charles, or whatever the fuck he calls himself. I mean, I could have told you that without doing a fucking DNA well, this, test. Like, look at the man's hands. He looks like an AI gone rogue. <laughs> Any royalty at all? Inbred to fuck. Oh, yeah. And you can trace that back. Thousands oh, of years. You don't even have to go back pages. No. Just even one page. You're like, ah, lads. Marion cousins and all that. And like close cousins as well. Oh, like, oh yeah, like they grew up together, cousins. Yeah. So what's the move for this couple then? Like, well, so, well, uh, Sean, I mean, what's the segment called? It's called uh, Sean and Connor Solve Things. I don't think that's exact because the alliteration doesn't right. actually work with Con- oh. Sean and Connor. Connor, Connor um, completes. Uh. <laughs> Connor completes. <laughs> um, so on the one hand, here's the thing. This is what this is in the guy's post. He says, on the one hand, we're gay. So there's no concern over having babies. So that's in terms fair. of that, that's okay. We're also both Jewish, and I know our gene pools are already shallow enough. Yeah. But third cousins is a little too close for comfort for me. Um, there's no scenario where we'd break up or anything, but I just feel quite weird about it. I don't know how to tell everyone or if we should tell anyone. I say don't tell any. I say reconcile it with yourselves first. Tell people later if that if it matters. Like mm. I think in in Ireland, I think before a wedding, I think you have to do like background work to see that you're not related i think that's a, th- a requirement of the wedding uh the, with this what if what okay it's gonna be a, a it's, it's gonna fuck some things up but i think you need one of you needs to be disowned by the family <laughs> and then you're technically not their son anymore <laughs> so it's fine 
this is why you're the one who solved. <laughs> I never would have thought get disowned by your family is the next step that's the most logical in this. It's the easiest way to stop being someone's third cousin. So how do you get disowned, really? You're going to have to do something real rough to get disowned. Yeah, you either need to come clean about the situation and explain it, or you need to commit to the bit and, like... You, you gotta burn down your dad's house or something like that. Like I think, find the oldest living relative and suffocate them to death in front of everyone. Yeah, May, well, so you know, because then you go to jail and you don't get married. So you need to be disowned in such a way that it's not a criminal act. Hmm. Well, then you can't be burning people's houses down. So it's no, going to have to be emotionally. Yeah, emotionally, yeah. you have to get disowned, but not legally. Yeah, you have to break their trust so hard <laughs> that they disown you. Maybe you need to fuck a Fine. first cousin. <laughs> <laughs> fuck your dad. <laughs> And he will disown you. This conversation no. never would have happened five years ago on this show, by here's the way, the, and I no, love it. Here's, here's, my, here's my thoughts. Mm-hmm. You find out all of their deepest, darkest secrets of your parents, maybe of your other siblings. Yeah. Then you tell everyone in the town or city that you meet the deepest, darkest secrets of your family. And if you do that for long enough, your parents will say, why the fuck did you tell them about that one thing that's really embarrassing? And then when that happens, you laugh in their face. Legally, you haven't broken any rules. But the trust, Sean, the trust must be gone. The trust is gone. What you're looking for is the Irish father reaction of you're no son of mine. That's the words that needs to happen. And then he needs to go through the lengthy legal process to disown you. And then and only then can you be happily married. Can you get disowned even though you're like in your 30s? Oh, yeah, you can disown someone. This guy's 29, 28. You can disown someone at any point, I'm sure. Yeah, but like not legally, like... Can you legally disown them? I suppose you can. Yeah, like you would, you would, because then it would take them out of like contention for wills and stuff like that. So you could disown uh, someone at like a, okay. a late stage okay. of life. Uh, this is fuck. I was, I was going to Google how to get disowned, but the first thing that comes up is how to get pre-sale code for Coldplay. <laughs> <laughs> That's been breaking Ireland over the last two days. Do what? Do what to do if you get disowned by your parents? No, I want to know how. How to disown I want a to know how I do it. Uh, how to disown a relative. Uh, in, you can be informal or formal. Informal is where there's no threat of physical or mental abuse. Uh, and then formal is that, ah, oh, you need to be charged with a criminal act to formally disown someone. This is getting complicated, folks. <laughs> Now, how big does the act have to be, this though? Is because, the thing. like, you could just do a very, very minor crime, like drunk and disorderly, get arrested, yeah. put in jail overnight, get the mugshot. Okay, okay, I've got it. Okay, you, it's it's coming back to our old trick of criminal mischief because you need to harass. I'm going to use a dad as an example. You need to harass your dad so much that he takes out a restraining order against you. <laughs> then. Once that restraining order is in place, you break the terms of that by entering his house without permission. Then you're taken away to the county jail, I would say, for oh, 30 days or thereabouts. And then you, while in the jail, you continually 
get people to harass him outside it saying I'm doing this because I'm your son he gets the idea in his head of oh I'll disown the boy and then yeah. you're, you're disowned you get out of prison after 30 days yeah. you're, you're, you've been in the yard doing press ups so you look savage for the wedding and then you oh, marry your third ripped. cousin and go off and then you send out the, you send out the wedding invites to the fan <laughs> and patch things back up not too much. You want to stay in this He takes you back. You don't Not so much take he takes back. you back. This father who is presumably like supportive of your of your husband like, and your marriage. Do you like, have twenty grand for the wedding, Dad. Yeah, because we're really struggling. We're, we're tight. I spent a lot of money on firecrackers to hide in your bathroom. <laughs> Hiring people to stalk you. Yeah. It's all gone into this. But the kit was fifty percent off. So now, look, a lot of people are messaging saying it's fine. Um, that it at this point third cousins is okay and they're saying go ahead with it but then there's other people saying leave it don't go anywhere near it but I feel like if you like each other already it's difficult to just be like well we'll just leave it because it's like third cousin first cousin no second cousin also no yeah. third cousin is iffy it's iffy it, I think it like it, for want of a better term, I think it's personal preference at that point. If you can't deal with the fact that they're your third cousin, I don't. I the way this guy is writing this, I'm like, I think mentally, I think yeah, he's gone. He can't get past it. Like this is what does his partner think? Is it like <laughs> he says his partner is actually um, he doesn't think it's that big of a deal? Um, okay, and well, no, actually, the way it looked for it is that he said his partner doesn't want to tell anyone or talk about it at the minute, but he does want to talk about it and deal with it. So right. maybe the partner's actually going to be dealt with worse the longer it goes on, whereas he might deal with it better as he expresses his emotions earlier, Sean. That's Thoughts. true. That's true. No, I would I would take the secret to your grave, honestly. Never talk about it, never address it, just get married and never bring it up. And it's this weird skeleton that lives in the closet. And then it went, like, in 20 years, just being looking at him. But just like, looking at him with deep hatred in your eyes. It'd be one thing, though, like, if they were, like, you know, like, a heterosexual couple that were actively trying to conceive and stuff like that. That's when there might be more moral implications in that. Not to say that that's le- that it makes it less of a concern, but, like, if you adopt a kid, then that's a different... I think adopt several kids. Just have like a real nice family. Adopt a whole load of kids that are related and see what happens. (laughs) Adopt a load of cousins. (laughs) Let's just fucking have a go on. Adopt your dad, okay? He's lonely. (laughs) He can't disown you if you're his way you're he's your son. (laughs) (laughs) Then but then but then you're your own uncle or your own granddad? You're your own granddad, yes. So then then they're your second cousin. And then it's too close. <laughs> no, then you're too close. Yeah, you yeah, have to get a divorce then. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well. This is, it's a tricky situation that I feel like we've helped solve. I think we've talked in circles enough that there's enough options there to pick from, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Sean solves another successful case. Knocked it out of the park. Knocked out of the I mean, every single time you don't fail. Um, Sean we're going to move on because what I do have from all of our hula hoop talk and all of our Mothman talk is an actual news story that came out this week that is kind of weird it feels like this is more the show Um, Mm. because Sean you have kind of I'm going to say the word shat on 
Hey. Um, a lot of my um, new technology, new oh, inventions. Yeah. 100%. Um, Everything you bring is, me is absolute trash. So so what I've been doing for the last, I would say, probably a few years now, is I've been kind of scouring to see, find, find cool inventions, bring them to mm-hmm. you, and see if any of them catch your fancy. Maybe maybe one of them is actually going to take. We've had a few good ones. Um, excellent ones, I would say. Do you remember that bowl and spoon that added oh. salt flavor to all their food? We had those shoes that make you run faster or yeah. walk faster this is just like just inventing solutions to a problem that doesn't exist like yeah yeah well should i think i might have the one i okay it's it's taken a while but i think and i think you're gonna like this i'm open to how ideas. do you like the microwave <laughs> i mean the micro it's a useful too good for reheating uh, i cooked a whole lasagna in the microwave the other day like what the fuck is that? That's class. That's unreal. <laughs> Have you ever thought, Jesus, I love the microwave, but also I just wish I could bring it with me sometimes. No, I've only anytime I need to use a microwave, I'm at home with my things. You mm. know? It's in the kitchen. Mm. It's not that People far away. People are obsessed, Sean, with the new portable microwave that lets you heat obsessed. up meals anywhere. <laughs> How is this good? Because microwaves, microwaves have a big fucking electrical transformer in them. Yeah. You can't yeah. carry that around. Well, Japanese a- firm Makita has launched a portable and cordless microwave, which what? will heat 11 meals in between charges, Sean. Gee, oh, mm. I can think of some uses for this because Makita makes power tools. Mm. So if you're like out on site... And you rock up with a microwave. You're king of the fucking job site for uh, the day. Uh, are you on the train? No problem. Don't want to go to a restaurant. Don't microwave. No, no, sorry. The microwave has <laughs> no. got your coverage. Do now. not microwave you- anything on the train, okay? As long as you can lug around 9kg around with you, <laughs> it does have a shoulder strap, though, to make things a little easier in Who your transport. Who is this designed for? Who is, <laughs> Who is this I really want you to look up an image of the portable microwave. Microwave. I think you're going to like it. Um, it does not. It does have a shoulder strap. You may not be the most popular person on the morning commute. However, is this in the press statements? They're like, are people are going to fucking hate you. You might bring some tuna, put it in the microwave for no reason. Bit pungent on the train, I would say, on the travel. Um, Lads. The microwave. It's currently only available to buy in Japan, where it costs 110,000 yen, or around 700 pounds. But you have to pay for the battery and the charger separately, making it a rather expensive investment. What I will say, though, I'm looking at it here. It runs on, it literally runs on the same batteries you put in the drill. Hmm. So, like, this is absolutely designed for you have it on a construction site, you bring it around with you. I think if you bring this on public transport and start fucking heating up last night's tuna, Jesus, you're a psychopath. But what if I want to go on, I don't know, the subway or something? I'm I'm looking for a bit of a a hot meal, maybe a bit of soup. Let's just make the argument that you buy this and you intended to use it on a train. You're going to use this on a Japanese train. Yeah, 
a fucking microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, there's a microwave in every fucking 7-Eleven over there. But yeah, but also- no. What, okay, what about here in Ireland, Sean? What am I going to do? I'm going to have my little microwave. I'm going to be walking along. Oh, man, I'd really love some sort of hot food. God, golly gee. Jeez, no if only there was a spa or a centra <laughs> where I could get a chicken fillet roll to nom on. No, 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 no. I've brought the ingredients in another separate package and I've brought the microwave over my other shoulder. If you're going to a train, you're probably at most half an hour from your house, right? Yeah. So you would just heat it up before you go and put it in a Tupperware. It'll still be warm on the train. What about a really long train journey? I want to I wanna have the microwave. Then they'll on have the, the little trolley. Me, have the microwave there. Cook it away. So with a big lasagna. Cook it away lasagna. on the whole trip. Ready to serve it to everyone there. No. I think, I, like, I, it's a conversation starter, maybe. But you're not, you're not reasonably getting away with this every time. Someone is going to call eggs. you out. Going to scramble some eggs Look, on yeah, the tray. Just I, have to bring the bowl, raw eggs, stick it in, put it in for a minute and a half, stir it again. You got scrambled eggs. It's a good way to do scrambled eggs. I ate scrambled mm. eggs like that for many, many years because it's just quick and easy. Uh, but I would eat it before I left the house in the comfort of my own home and my... What do you do with the washing up? As well. What do you mean to wash it up? Stick that in the dishwasher you're bringing with you. You're not bringing it. Mini you're dishwasher. No. Look, don't, Connor, don't get me started on mini dishwashers. You know <laughs> I'm heavily invested in the mini dishwasher market. Portable dishwasher on one shoulder, portable microwave on the other one. You're laughing. You're having a full three-course meal. It's a meal standing carriage only. It's a miserable way to travel. Yeah. Uh, what's the riskiest thing you've ever put in a microwave? <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean? Like, like, because you know there are things that you can definitely do in a microwave, like, yeah. like a lasagna, like heating up last night's leftovers and stuff like that. But like, I'm talking, what's something that you feel shouldn't be microwaved? Um, chips. Chips never good in a microwave. Never good. Awful every time. Every uh, time. Did you ever have the Rustlers burgers? <laughs> He knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> every every 12-year-old is like, this is going to be the nicest fucking meal I've ever gotten. <laughs> it just, it comes in a pack and you just put it in a microwave. Two minutes, you have a burger. What could go wrong? Fully functioning burger. Fuck me, it's the worst thing I've ever eaten. What are you talking about? It's absolutely amazing. You shouldn't be allowed to microwave burger, bun and sauce and cheese all at <laughs> in once. The bun as well. <laughs> The bun goes in with it and it tastes like a sponge, like a kitchen sponge. <laughs> Every 12-year-old got fooled by that packaging. Very good packaging, Very to be fair good pa- to the lads. Because you're like, it's, it, how could it be bad? Like, yeah. They, they surely- wouldn't lie to me. They've rustled this up. <laughs> they, that's what rustler means. That's what they're going for. But so no. I'm saying, I'm on the train... Loving a bit of a Rustler burger, stick it in the microwave. Genuinely, Connor, I would call the guards on you. What are you talking about? (laughs) If you start cooking a Rustler's burger on the train. I'm starting cooking a Rustler burger and a few roasties. (laughs) Put them in the microwave as well, heat them back up. All I'm going to, no, when you're not looking, I'm throwing a big big ball of tinfoil into that microwave and I'm going to nuke us all. (laughs) Yeah, how soon is it before someone throws in a little bit of tinfoil? Just to mess with you, like, because it's going to happen. 
Absolutely it is. Or Sean, aluminium foil. Aluminium foil. International listeners. Um, Yeah, it has been. I just think tin is a much shorter word. I don't know if it's better, but it's much shorter. Someone said to me that that's like a broke way of talking about aluminium foil is to say tin foil. (laughs) Like it says a lot about point faster. It's I'm all about economy here. I learned it hasn't been called tin foil since nineteen (laughs) ten. Fuck off. Yep. So that's clearly that's just been handed down by our like parents and grandparents, that word. But like in Ireland it's tinfoil. Tinfoil the whole time. Like Yeah. Although I've been using Sean I don't impress you, but I've been using bacon paper. Um, the bacon paper buzz my friend like myself actually. But it takes away all that fat lad. It all soaks into it. Much healthier. Much, much healthier. Easier to remove as well. Nothing sticks to bacon. You can put a pizza on a, ba- on a piece Frozen of bacon paper. Frozen pizza is exactly we'll what I'm thinking stuck. of. <laughs> <laughs> we'll not get stuck. Out. Take it from us. It yeah. will not get stuck. Take it from two men in their mid-twenties. <laughs> won't get stuck on bacon paper, lads. It just won't. Like, you can put it in one of those circular things with the holes in the bottom. It's still going to get stuck around the edges if you try to do a microwave pizza. 100% but you line that with some baking paper oh mm. my god but the, you don't want to put tin foil because then you're going to get a soggy bottom then you don't want that traps the moisture there's nowhere for mm-hmm. it to go to the, the baking mm-hmm. paper is slightly permeable you know let's just enough of that moisture through <laughs> yeah I mean I just I want to know how much fish could you microwave in this portable microwave before you are arrested or kicked off whatever public transport that you're on. I think you get suspicious looks when you first open the microwave and put the fish in. I think you get an actual riot once it goes ding and everyone on the train is about is just like, oh, I know what's about to happen. And then you yeah. open it and release the fish gas. No, it'd be funny as if you finished one batch and everyone's like, oh, fuck, what a dickhead. And then you slowly start unpeeling a different tin of fish yeah. <laughs> and just put that in instead. You pull out like a can of sardines and you start unwrapping the top off of it. <laughs> one by one. <laughs> just, just putting them in. And just saying, pull out a little hot plate, start doing a stir fry, you know. It's, it's the way to go. It just is. What's um, the limit of where you j- could bring this as well? Like, can, Where, what do you mean? Would this go on a plane? Is it allowed? Well, no. <laughs> Obviously not. Okay. What about the swimming pool? <laughs> oh, yeah. Bring it into the swimming pool. Have it on, like, the little floater beside have you. A little flo- have a little crocodile floaty. Stick it on that. And just rustlers for the out. boys. <laughs> a few rustlers with the lads on holiday. <laughs> Kings of the beach, you'll be. The, the burger bun is both damp and also literally damp. Yeah, it's it's both soggy and wet. <laughs> Sean, I do think we need to move on because there's a story that I seen this week that I genuinely, the first thing I thought of was, I can't wait to talk to Sean about this story. Um, oh, man. I'm going to give you it, nothing on this. And <laughs> No, it goes along with one of our favourite trends of human action being consequences. Love that. Love that for humans. Mm-hmm. The, uh, one of our favourite things here at Weird News is when we have humans just doing shit and the consequences are so large that it's very hard to even comprehend what you've done. Yeah, um, the human brain is not good at scale. Like, of just the amount of damage that you can cause from one mistake. Um, janitor in New York turns off cold freezer to stop beeping noise and destroys over 30 years research worth 1 million dollars 
<laughs> oh, it's not just money, it's time, folks. 30 years. What? What kind of research? So, an irritated janitor allegedly switched off a super cold mega fridge to stop it from beeping because the beeping was annoying him this week. Right. Um, so he's doing I have a, a similar shift. story I'll get into later, but continue. So he's doing a shift, beeping his wreck in his head. It's just going on and on and on. Weeks go by. It's still, he's it's so fucking annoying. Like, that, that thing over there is so annoying. The storage freezer contains cell cultures, samples, and experiments at minus 112 Fahrenheit, um, is what was in there. What's that in actual temperature? I think, like, minus, I would say, like, 50. Fahrenheit in... So that's, like, proper cold. That's not just, like, ice. No. That, it's minus 80. Fuck. Okay, that's pretty cold. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty cold. That is pretty cold. Yeah, what yeah. were they? What were they keeping that cold? That, that was the, the cells cultures and samples and stuff. Science stuff, Sean. Like human Why does cells. Why does it have to be, um, it have to be that cold? Be, what happens if it gets maybe, warm? I don't know. Maybe it gets destroyed. But people's behaviour and negligence caused caused. They wiped out this one man. Wiped out 25 years of research, um, apparently. So, Ginsburg claimed that the Institute would need to spend an estimated $1 million and possibly more to replicate the samples and experiments contained in the damaged fridge. I mean... (laughs) Why is the plug that accessible? (laughs) It's just in the wall. (laughs) It's just a regular socket light. Like... You know, if you're doing a risk management function about this fucking laboratory, maybe put that behind some glass or something. Or a sticky note that says, please don't turn off. So the damaged material was allegedly part of research into photosynthesis to further the development of solar panels. So they were actually trying to solve... (laughs) They were trying to solve climate change, I suppose, using renewable energy. And he has now set it back 25 years. My question, how much energy did that fridge use being on for 25 years? That's a good point. Ultimately, would that have cancelled it out, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. for the sake of, I don't know, maybe getting a couple of research grants here and there. So his alleged actions caused temperatures to jump uh, jump up to minus 25.6 degrees, destroying or damaging the material stored inside the fridge. Um, The the fridge had been experiencing a mechanical malfunctioning, uh, malfunction causing the alarm to go off, and maintenance was scheduled to turn up to fix it in two days from then <laughs> but the oh, cleaner so was on his shift and the beeping it was oh, it was wrecking his fucking head and they just didn't tell him that the maintenance was coming or that no. he just will, willfully ignored it because those no, are two they, different I, things I know I like the idea that they never told them they're just like well so why do we need to tell him yeah surely he won't go and mess with things he's not going to plug it out like that would be ridiculous <laughs> We've got that sticky note on it. Oh, no, we forgot the sticky note. <laughs> According to the Times Union, lab staff attached a guide explaining why the fridge's alarm would go off and provided a guide on how to silence it as well. Oh, um, dear. The sign added, no cleaning required in this area. You can press the alarm test mute button for five to ten seconds if you would like to mute the sound. So they actually gave him instructions. <laughs> right. Okay. This man has just... He's he's really uh, 
He's lost all legs to stand on in this argument then. His, his lawyer is struggling. It's <laughs> big time. It's like, it's literally in fucking black and white, lad. Like, you couldn't have <laughs> fucked up harder if you tried. They're, they reported that the janitor had reported to his people annoying alarms during the evening and went to investigate the electrical box but committed an error reading. So his words were he committed an error while reading what was there. Um, so they claimed at the end, so uh, he'd been turning on the breaker, sorry, they filed a report following the incident claiming the gender believed he had been turning on the breaker rather than switching it off. So that's his story. Right. Um, but He's sticking to it. This is great. So afterwards they bring him in and this is what we're talking about. The Institute is trying to explain to this man that he's just cost them 30 years of research and probably over a million dollars to try and get all of this back. So that's like a long time ago. <laughs> like, yeah. So he's like, they're like, lad, like you've really fucked this. And he's like, I just was trying to turn it on. I'll turn it off. And they claimed at the end of the interview, he still did not appear to believe he had done anything wrong and was just trying to help. <laughs> Which is, that's tough to try and talk someone out of that mindset. Just like, no, if it wasn't for me, it could have been a lot worse, you know? <laughs> no, if it wasn't for you, it would have been much better. <laughs> no, 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 you're confused, doctor. Uh, <laughs> I saved the city today. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the question then becomes, like, how do you get him to wrap his head around what has occurred here? I mean, like, okay, so... I was I, I, uh, in college. I was sleeping on this guy's floor one time, and the fridge was making a really big noise. Mm. So this guy got up and he plugged out the fridge that all of his housemates' food was in, <laughs> and, and the it milk. all went. And the milk, oh, the milk, Connor. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he had to replace all of the food. Ooh. So I think this man, this janitor, should have to do the experiment all by himself. All of the and research. All the research, become an expert in photosynthesis. Yeah. And how, what, how, why is it in the fridge, by the way? Because you need the sun, don't you, for photosynthesis? I mean, you're asking me, like, I have an in-depth knowledge of this experiment and what they were doing. You Um, come to me with information, Connor, and I only ask questions. That's what this show is about. I can only tell you the news that I have been provided, not my acute knowledge of solar panels and photosynthesis experiments just by myself. That's fine. That's fine. But wouldn't you agree (laughs) that photosynthesis involves plants making food from the sun? True, I will take what is that. N- what is not in a fridge? Oh, the sun? The sun. Unless what? they have some kind of UV light in the fridge <laughs> that the plants can then turn it. Keep going. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but I've it's so it. cold. No plant could grow at minus 80 degrees Celsius. <laughs> that is true. Although, is it even plants if they're working on solar panels? Maybe, cause maybe it's it's got to be okay. So, like, if you, if something gets cold, electrical resistance decreases, which in theory would make a solar panel more effective. So maybe it's that kind of thing, but with photosynthesis and dealing with how photosynthesis reacts in cold temperatures will help us to more understand electricity. I don't have a fucking clue <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> I knew about halfway through that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I was like, he doesn't have a fucking Here's clue. The thing. There's maybe like eight facts up here. And I was trying to connect them all, but it just you didn't happen You also, by the way, at the start of the story, said you had a story about yeah. a time when this happened to you, which seems very niche. It was the the, my, the guy unplugging the fridge. That was my story. Oh, that was your story. Oh, sorry, I thought it was interesting. <laughs> Go on. No, no, it's just... It's a, it's two stories about unplugging a fridge, man. I don't know what you want me to My do. My follow-up question to your story, then, is yeah. were you blamed or was he blamed? Oh, he was he he was blamed because mm. I did nothing. I was asleep, but he but unplugged like, the fridge. Did you complain in the night. about the fridge? No, I oh. do- Connor, I can fall asleep anywhere. I don't care. You're a sleepy boy. I'm a sleepy boy always, all the time. I used to yawn a lot on the episodes. Are you, but, are you a man who sleeps in the car? Can't sleep in a car. Can't sleep on a plane. That's so yeah, you're things. not a sleepy boy. I, but yeah, but it, like on a on a on a on a lovely tile floor, when I've had a few drinks in me, I can fall asleep. I think after a few <laughs> drinks, you would fall asleep anywhere. Maybe, maybe. Well, you who, strike who me as a man say. who will just collapse onto a floor. And go, this is grand. Let's go. <laughs> Rarely, I will. I'm not like look. Yeah, look. Yeah, go I'm, on. Look. Yeah. I, look. Yeah. It seems <laughs> we've hit too close to the board. <laughs> no, in my head, I'm just like, oh, no, I did fall asleep that day. No, actually, no, uh, he has a lot of good examples and good points there. <laughs> yeah. I do like a snooze every now and again. How many times do you fall asleep on a hard floor with no nothing underneath you? Oh, man. No, not recently, I will say. Are like, you looking it, at double digits? Uh, no, no, definitely okay. not. Definitely not. Now, I, look, I've fallen asleep on some thin carpets, if that helps. But never, like, the t- a tile floor a couple of times. Uh, a tile floor? Fallen asleep on a tile floor. It was, was summer, to my credit, but, like, still. What, what difference does that make? Because I, I had drank too much and I needed the cold. But, but when you woke up, was your skin all, like, stuck to the fucking tiles? Yeah, no, it was bad. Yeah. But, like, for five minutes there, as I was falling asleep, yeah, it was yeah, fucking yeah. great. Well, actually, no, I will back you up. At all of us, when you've been, like, sick in terms of, like, vomiting, yeah. tiles in the bathroom seem like a fucking great idea to fall asleep oh on. Oh, my God. Yeah. If you, and if, if you have, like, the bath that's at just the right height to put your head on... Oh my god. If you've got like a vomiting thing and you can't get right and you're throwing up and then you got nothing left, an owl snooze on the bat or the tiles will do you the world of good. You'll be back to normal, I would say, half an hour. Yeah, we had a. We had. My parents' house got. uh, This is a fucking. We had Enviroclad put in. Do you remember Enviroclad back in the day? No! (laughs) It was like a soft PVC wall covering. And had a, a lovely amount a of give to just rest your head against. A, a soft PV... I don't understand what that is. It's like a PVC. It's like an extruded plastic kind of a deal. On the right. walls of the bathroom. Easy to clean. No mould. All the rest yeah. of it. But lovely amount of give if you were to just lean against it. After, I don't know, one or two cups of tea. <laughs> one or two pints of whiskey. <laughs> No, I and was beyond that. you didn't feel well, and you didn't want to wake the parents up, but James, you need something cold on your face fairly fast. <laughs> or I will die, let or me I will tell you. die. <laughs> um, Sean, I just really want to just nail down, by the way, this man comes home from that oh, yeah. day, and 
his partner, husband, wife, girlfriend, boyfriend is just like, how was your day? Your dinner's in the freezer. Oh, Jesus. Oh, fuck it. <laughs> Thaw that out for me, will you? No, I don't think I should. I should. I'm not the man for that. <laughs> don't you fucking start now. Because <laughs> He's just angry. He's all fucking starting. He's completely on the defensive. Yeah. It's just like, oh yeah, there's chips in the freezer if you want to heat those up. It wasn't hear? my fault. <laughs> what did you what do you know? Like, Who told you? <laughs> Dad, can we have a pizza today? It's one in the freezer. <laughs> we'll get Domino's. <laughs> I'll order one fucking in, you little snitch. Who told you? He's there at the fuse box for the house, just fucking like, yep, yeah, no, it's working. It's working, Grant. <laughs> Everything's plugged in tonight, right? <laughs> His alarm goes off, and he's just like, no, fuck no. Starts ripping smoke detectors out of the ceiling. <laughs> Perfect. This will keep my family safe. <laughs> Gotta pull these smoke detectors out and fuck them out the window. <laughs> now, off to bed. And he lies down on the tile floor. Now to set the gas and off to bed. <laughs> um, Woman who returned cursed painting, rebought it, and now wants it professionally cleansed. To, 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 is it a particularly nice painting? I mean, no. Why, why would you rebuy a cursed painting if you know it's cursed? This is the reason why I'm bringing it to you, Sean. But Zoe Elliot Brown came across a portrait of a young girl in a red dress whilst browsing in the Hastings Advice Representation Centre shop in St. Leonard's on Sea, East Sussex. <laughs> yes! Now the story makes sense because we oh, have sorry. that information. Geographically, now I'm locked into where yeah. it is. Yes, of course. That shop <laughs> on that street. Yes, of course. Famously um, haunted things in that shop (laughs) Um, taken with the 20 pound painting she went to buy it and was warned by the cashier that it could be cursed well that's a bold sales strategy as if to also, be like, a charity shop. I mean, char- I love the idea. If I worked in a charity shop, everything everyone bought, I'd be like, just to let you know, this is cursed. There's probably a good proportion of things in a charity shop that are cursed, though. Because think of the amount of family, you know, things that like people have held on to for decades and decades and decades. Or that they, they, people died in. People died in, people died, and then their families were like, I don't want this and donated it. Yeah. Like, that shit's definitely haunted. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what you would do for everything. Like, th- that pair of trousers, that's a haunting. <laughs> oh, that's a haunting. Those Crocs, haunt. oh, they're haunted. <laughs> oh, they're a fucking haunt. They were a haunting. Nobody's even owned them. They're just a fucking haunting. <laughs> I'll tell you that now. I kinda, um, I'm getting to an age I kind of want a pair of Crocs. Would you I stop? Think, if you I get one, I'm going to bully you. I, I think honestly, it would be so God. useful just to throw on around the house. <laughs> if I see you wearing a pair of them, I'm going to bully you. I'm going to tell you that now. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. And I'll take that into account as I make my shopping <laughs> about it I will bully you it's not going to be a surprise no one will be shocked by this <laughs> emotionally I'll already be there at the bullying stage oh, because I would have expected it, it. yeah yeah yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important to be honest with your friends <laughs> if you do that thing I will bully you I, and I think everyone's. <laughs> I think everyone's stronger moving forward if, if we work like that oh it just um, sets the tone for the relationship yeah 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 so apparently the painting had been returned to the shop time and time again with buyers accusing it of having mysterious powers 
Despite the warnings, Zoe made the purchase as her mother, Jane, had become transfixed by the painting. Don't be transfixed by the haunted (laughs) painting, Jane. (laughs) Fuck's sake, Jane. You fucking tick. So I said, I've never seen my mom want something so much. She was fascinated by it, but not in a positive way. Since the painting was brought home, it has wrecked havoc in their house, Sean. What um, has it done? The family dog, Scylla, began... <laughs> what a name for a dog. Like Scylla Black, like... <laughs> like Scylla Black, yeah. Um, the family dog Scylla began growling at the portrait when it was carried into the living room as she refused to go near it so dogs know dogs dogs have an extra sense for this kind of thing you Mm -hmm. know Jane, who was nearly 70 at the time, then began suffering from health issues such as hot flushes and shakes. Now, Jane, now Jane you are 70. Yeah, like, we have to take this into yeah. account when we hear Jane's side of the story. <laughs> that she is 70 and recently off the drink, which could explain the shakes. <laughs> recently gave up heroin. <laughs> that photo's given me shakes. <laughs> I don't like it. Jane, I don't need to be a, a, a scientist here now to tell you I don't know if it's the fucking painted lad I, I, I tell you now painting is um, the least of your worries now at this point <laughs> it's the least of your worries um, she even had to resort to wearing jumpers to keep warm despite it being the height of summer um, now Jane Again, also old people poor well, blood circulation always cold the, the elderly and that's fine that comes with the territory you know <laughs> Um, how warm it by the way is in your room at the minute Sean oh it's so fucking warm I don't know what it is Ireland's going through a heat wave and I'm I think I'm like 25 degrees or something in the house it it rained all June all July and now it's sunny in September that's how it works here all the schools opened back up the weather decided let's be fucking lovely for a few weeks but there was thunder and lightning on Saturday so so it kind of evens out so you get a bit of sun but you also get thunder and lightning never won that, that's true. Thunder and lightning comes with the heat, though. It's all the heat rising oh, and the static geez, charge in the air now. now. Look at now. Did geography in school? <laughs> a bit of cirrus clouds. <laughs> I love them. I love a cirrus cloud. One of my favourites. Cumulonimbus as well. Um, a cumulus now would be. They're the kind of the bad boys of the cloud group. Oh, like you, you see one of those coming, you know <laughs> your lunchtime picnic is ruined. They're the only things I remember from geography. <laughs> and I bet, uh, no, you're a man, you could draw me an Oxbow Lake now in a heartbeat. If oh, any to. day I'll draw there you an Oxbow Lake. How it's formed, and the reasoning behind it. Do you want to see a limestone? I'll fucking draw you a limestone, how it's sedimentary it is, lad. Oh, I, I remember. Plants. Oh my God, look. <laughs> look, lads. <laughs> That's all we know. The Irish education system has failed us. (laughs) Um, So, despite this, Zoe claims that her mother, even though she was cold and had to wear jumpers and she was getting hot flushes and shakes, her mother was weirdly protective of the painting. She explained she was continually staring at it. She was running her fingers over its cheekbones. She polished it, even though it didn't need polishing. That's actually weird. That's mm. some kind that like the the painting is exerting some kind. Can I look up a picture of this painting, by the way? Yeah, yeah. All right. You no, you do have a goose coming up later on, by the way. Just to let you know. I really oh, grand. Specific, okay. I'm going to pre-warn everyone. Week. You need to have a goose ready because Sean gets one an episode. Now he's going to get two. 
I'll give him that, but it's for an image later on. Oh, they brought it on this morning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not with Scozers anymore. No, no, Scozers no. is gone. Oh, it's an odd painting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. She's yeah. glaring. So Zoe's attempts to cleanse uh, the painting's powers by placing it in a box of sage prove fruitless, apparently. I mean... Obviously. Surely um, it's the burning of the sage that has the cleansing, not just fucking putting so. it in a box with it. You might as well put a bit of mint and basil in there with it. Yeah. A f- fucking a make a bolognese while you're at... Sorry. <laughs> I'm being dick. <laughs> a lovely bolognese ingredient stuff. Uh, a few weeks later, Zoe was, catch- was watching a lightning storm with her partner, Ben. As they came out into a clearing three miles from their home, they saw a big black figure in front of them. Zoe recalled, We began running back the way we'd come. Ben was screaming that it was right behind him. Ben sounds like he's had a few. Fuck. He might ben, he might be yeah. drunk as well. Ben, not good in a crisis, it turns out. <laughs> Just immediately screams. We are going to die. <laughs> Helpful, Ben. Um, I didn't clock that it could be anything to do with the picture, but then I've never been chased by a dark figure in a lightning storm until oh, I lived. had the picture, Sean. It's all making but sense. She doesn't have the picture. Her mam has the picture. It's in their house. Oh, they all live... Okay, same house. Okay. Mm. But what does what business has the picture ghost being outside? That oh, is why? another po- good point, yeah. Like, is the hor- is the haunting in the house or from the photo itself or the picture or is it the haunting just in general follows the people? Would she- I'm not quite sure. Would she be thinking it's the picture if the store clerk hadn't said this picture might be haunted? True. You would never. T- you would just take your mother and gone fucking insane. Yeah, I think what's happening here is that that store clerk, in an effort to keep inventory in a charity shop in a small town, wants yeah. that painting to come back. So every time it's sold, she tells the story that oh, it might be haunted. Then goes around chasing people in a big black robe. <laughs> Stresses up. Yeah. And then she feeds the mother a load of fucking opioids. So she's over her head like she's staring yeah. at the distance, getting the shakes. Maybe she's someone maybe someone related to the store clerk is yeah. the GP for this woman. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, is like yeah. down in her dosage way too quickly. Yeah, it's like and she's just drugged up to the nines and also like she's getting withdrawals most yeah. of the time as well. And she's just constantly looking at the photo for some reason. She's on uppers and downers, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Deciding this was the final straw. Remember, the final straw was being chased by a dark figure in a lightning storm. Um, okay. uh, Zoe returned the painting to the charity shop. But weeks later, she would find herself being drawn back to the painting, Sean. Um, with the painting back in her possession. You're Zoe an idiot. Is now <laughs> this, is, this is the worst sequel to any horror movie I've ever seen. Is if like they're like, we got rid of the house. Well, there's a lovely house after opening up there now and that yeah. avenue. Fucking cheap price. <laughs> Fucking let's burn Freddy Krueger again, why don't we? Like, <laughs> we'll all go back to the saw house. <laughs> it's got to be cleared up this time. Just that cabin is. We'll give it another try. I'd say. <laughs> it had a bad run the first time. Got a bad Yelp review, but I think we go back. We had a few. Everyone deserves a second chance, you know. Um, with the Horse painting shit. back in her possession, Zoe is now looking for a professional to rid the painting of its curse. So her new plan, 
take the photo, take the picture back and cleanse the photo herself. So then the photo is clear of all haunting. But surely you would try that before if you. Okay, look. Fair enough. You decided later on that you wanted the photo. Mm. Who like is it a priest that you get to cleanse it? I have to be honest with you. I'm not big on who would do the cleansing. I guarantee there are some people who will just claim that they can yeah. do a cleanse. I would claim, but if you give me 20 quid, I'll give a cleanse a go. I was, a, I was about to say, do you know, I think I can cleanse a ghost as good as anyone. I think you would be as effective as anybody else. As yeah. I'd <laughs> get all mean? my lotions and pour... Water, blessed yeah. in some way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, fire and sage, a candle. Yeah. Um, candle, yeah. Bit of bleach would probably help. Um, I think a really quick way of say like getting rid of any go just burn the place down. I think burn a painting, burn a painting. That's that's no, no, surely. No, I'm talking the house. I think put the, the painting house. in the house, burn their family home to the ground, and start again. I think at that point, you but just if they're being haunted outside already by some big black oh, shape that's chasing them. True, so you have like, to burn outside as well. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, blow up so I would really yeah, just be a bit of an arsonist of a cleanser. I'd say right. <laughs> what you need to do. You need to find... So- okay, where can't ghosts follow? Churches. Uh, why? <laughs> Who made up that rule? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Depends on if the ghost believes in God or not. Uh, yeah, but like, what, if they're not, not if they're, what if they're not religious when they died? That's true. That's true. Mm. Uh, the ocean... Can ghosts go on the ocean? Ah, they can, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I forget I said that in there. I, I um, mean, all the shipwrecks are surely full of ghosts. I'd say 90% of ghosts are in the ocean at the minute. <laughs> Somebody call him on that. <laughs> Somebody put that on his gravestone. <laughs> right. I'm one of the 10%. <laughs> this man has said the wisest thing he's had front anyone has ever said. It's like... <laughs> I love the idea, like, Darwin and, like, Shakespeare quotes, and then you, 90% of ghosts are in the ocean. <laughs> just, it just makes sense to me, you know? Um, she explained, I wanted to get it to someone who actually knows about this stuff and can do something positive with it. I thought, knowing my luck, some idiot will go and get it and try and burn it, and I don't really want to be left with the reminder of whatever the hell has been going on. Technically, what? I was the last order. I want it dealt with properly, is what she said of her haunted picture. Surely when it goes to the charity shop, the charity shop owns it. Technically, they actually... So the person who works in the charity shop, whoever many people there are there, those families should be individually haunted to the point yeah. of shakes and hot flushes. And if that's not happening, then it, then you're the problem, you know, if you buy it. <laughs> And you're you're just looking for an excuse for your shit. At what point do you question whether Jade is maybe the issue? <laughs> I mean, look, anyone who's first port of call on thinking that they're being haunted is not to get rid of the haunting, but to go on good morning. Yeah. I would say there's a conflict of interest there. You're looking for a bit of advertise, a bit of money. More Look, so than she, oh, like she, she never got on the telly for anything else, did she? That's true. You know? that is, she, she didn't get. She wasn't on the telly. Then she got a haunted painting that she could have easily gotten rid of, yeah. and now she's suddenly on the telly. Now, look, I'm not saying they're combined, or they're connected. I'm just saying, bit of a coinky dick. True. Different. Different question entirely. Right. Question of etiquette. <laughs> Say I buy something from a charity shop and I don't want it. Mm. 
do I go to the charity shop and get my money back or do I no. donate it to a different charity shop? You, you can't get your money back from a fucking charity shop. Like. I, just, I don't know. Is that like, I, I don't think I would. <laughs> but is it three euro to some fucking blind person. You're like, yeah, give me that back, lad. No, say I spent like 50 quid in a charity shop, right? Right. And I decide that the thing that I bought, say it's haunted and I want to get rid of it. What thing at a charity shop costs 50 quid, first of all? That's fair. Uh... Yeah, I suppose, yeah, it's never large quantities of money. Like, the most you're going to spend on anything is maybe 30 euro. Can I swap it for something? I would say they'd let you swap it if you want. I mean, who's doing <laughs> No, I love the fact, if you go to swap it and you spend 30 and you go back in and you get something that's 22 and then you and wait you at the counter for her to give you eight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well if you give me a five or a two and a one then we'll call it fucking quits won't yeah, we then we're square but until then I'm not I'm, leaving alright I'm not leaving this charity shop that looks after very poor people without my eight euro I'll tell you that now I'll tell you no yeah, more as I got into that question I was like no I, you really wouldn't it <laughs> might just, look bad on your PR mostly would, for this podcast yeah it yeah, would yeah. be tough I'm fairly sure the cash registers and charity shops can't refund things <laughs> By design. No, nobody's ever asked. No one's ever asked. You try and push the button and it's rusted shut like. Nobody's got to a charity shop, picked up a three euro shirt, gone home with, ah, this is fucking shite, this shirt. I go back. No, yeah, it gets re-donated, doesn't it? Would you be someone to send back an Amazon package if it goes wrong or do you just take Never. the L? I just take the L. It's my fault. I ordered incorrectly. Yeah, you know, true, true. It's like what? What can you do at that point? I I know people who would send it back, but I would probably be the same. That look, it's on me. I'm a fucking idiot. I got this wrong. It's on me, and like the hassle of trying to organise sending it back is yeah. worth less to me. I don't want to go buy stamps. I don't. I, I don't want to buy stamps. I don't want to have to pa- repackage it and put it back together. What if they don't accept it? If it was broken, I'd probably do something about it. Like, if I ordered, say I ordered 17 mirrors and they all arrived smashed, as an example, I'd as probably a, just return. as a very specific example, that hasn't happened. Oh, it hasn't happened. I do have an order to place, though, so fingers crossed. <laughs> I have 49 years bad luck, currently. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Sean, I don't know what you do with this. I suppose cleanse the painting is the one step, or maybe just burn the place to the ground. I think you have to, it has to change hands, so you need to sell it on again. Yeah, I think you need to sacrifice somebody else's life and their family in terms yeah. of like you get like as an it follows kind of situation. And you like just have to give it to somebody else. Yeah. So maybe this a is gift. the best port of call because now not even a gift. Now, now it's because she doesn't want the burden of being like I've cursed someone else. Right. Mm. But now anyone who offers to buy that painting is into the idea of the haunting. So they can you can let it go with no no bad feelings. So what we're saying is ruin somebody else's life. So but only if they ask you to. Interesting. And would you throw Ben in with the deal because he's a fucking little bitch? I'd get rid of Ben in a fucking heartbeat, honestly. <laughs> he's clearly not good at a fucking problem. You know no. what I mean? He went off screaming. That gives me the ick, Connor. <laughs> 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 I love the idea that someone's like what gives you the ick and it's like well very specifically when you have a haunted painting and then you get yeah. chased by a big dark figure on a light in a lightning storm outside the field that would he be he thought he was gonna die and he started screaming and running which yeah. honestly not for me yeah like I <laughs> just 
That's just a red flag. <laughs> and me and you, me and you would just be the loudest screams of all time. Oh, we would be. Ca- I'd freeze and scream. Like, I wouldn't even try and run. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, no, I think I wouldn't scream. I think what I'd do is, well, of course, this is happening. Ah, yeah. yeah. Of course, this is happening to just me. Just let it happen. Sake. Yeah, just roll over. <laughs> Yeah, I just immediately go stiff like a tortoise. <laughs> it's like, just take me now. We get to start in Ireland. And I love when oh. we get to start in Ireland in terms of weird news because not a lot of people know this. Um, Sean, last week we recorded weird news on, and I think it was, correct me, a Wednesday. That is generally when the show comes out mm. and when we always mm. record it, Connor. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. <laughs> but for example, what about if a news piece dropped on Thursday regarding a beach of some sort and that Good. we never got to discuss? I have never like <clears throat> we famously we used to do a movie show weekly and we put out mm. the show and then they dropped like the end game trailer on the Tuesday. It's the right? same we as that. It's just I have not felt as visceral a sense of fuck's sake since that day. <laughs> My headline this week, Sean, is all the way from a beach in Dublin in which hole dug by two lads on beach mistaken for meteor crater on the news. Outstanding. For So this all came out as well, like, after... There was that weird paper mache alien that they unveiled yeah. in Mexico or wherever it was. Yeah. <laughs> so a hole dug by two lads on a beach in Dublin was mistaken as a meteor crater on the actual Irish news last week. And yeah. by, what, by that I mean, our, one of our news stations sent a reporter down. There was a full-on fucking... Call, we, can, not, we can say it's Virgin Media Ireland. We're Virgin like Media, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like that's what it's called. But, um, but yeah, so they had like in the studio... The news re- the anchor fucking introduced it. Yeah, threw we- it to the VT. There's like, a fuck. meteor crater after landing in Dublin. We've talked yeah. to experts and we are guaranteeing you that aliens are here. Now, if, um, I, can, if I may say, they talk to, I, you say expert. I would now, say look, I, that's UFO as much as we knew at that time. I believe is the term. <laughs> but when the nine o'clock news tells you, Sean, I mean, why would they lie about a crater on the beach? What is to gain from that? What? Yeah, like, it, like, there's enough. We're connected, and there's enough going on in the world, and even in Ireland at the minute, that a big hole on the beach warrants maybe a second investigation before you put it in the headlines. But basically, they sent one tweet to one lad who likes UFOs, and then he was deemed the expert. And then a literal, like proper news station who really, they were like oh there was a, a murder in court today and he was being and then the follow up story was there's fucking aliens on a beach lads yeah. we've talked to them and that's fucking true I'm telling you now we're all going to die and what's beautiful about it is like this story was put on the news first and then the reveal I think there was a video taken on Instagram or something of the lads digging the hole <laughs> and in the, like you can see you can feel this other UFO enthusiast dream shatter like as this video was getting traction 
the hole in question which was found on Port Marnock Beach in Dublin Lovely was believed beach. to look out of this world because it was so big and they stopped <laughs> the news stopped local <laughs> and this is where it gets good local astrophysics enthusiast yeah. Dave Kennedy now what's an important word missing there local astrophysicist Dave Kennedy no 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 no, no. local astrophysics enthusiast Dave Kennedy he's no up. he's no professional like he hasn't studied and gone on courses for this kind of thing astrophysics for dummies he has a home and he's a big enthusiast about the book itself oh, I've, I've look I've watched some YouTube videos about <laughs> astrophysics that's like and I'd wa- I'd wager honestly me and Dave could have a solid conversation. I think you and Dave would be friends. On a, <laughs> yes. Really? We're, I think we would. And you know what? I actually don't even think this is on him. That, like, he's just a lad that, like, he loves astrophysics. And they, the news are like, there's a big fucking hole at that beach. What yeah. do you think it could be? And he's like, I don't know, probably aliens. And they're well, like, well, we better run with it. <laughs> when you're an alien enthusiast, every, every like, every hammer looks like a nail. Like, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. every problem, every hole looks like an alien. Not that. Sorry, that's a weird. <laughs> Sean, Wait. cut that out. It's fine. <laughs> Future Sean. <laughs> cut that out. Um, Virgin Media News reported on the discovery yesterday, and um, this is from the last week, and interviewed Dave, who believed it came from above. Um, now, look. Right, Dave, keep going. <laughs> Many passers-by also allegedly believed that they had witnessed the aftermath of a cosmic event. Speaking about the mysterious hole, Dave told the news, as you can tell by the big hole here, there's a scorch mark on the side. Oh my God. Some lad was putting a fag out on the side. Absolutely true, a cigarette was put out. Yeah, cigarette, thank you. (laughs) Covered you. So that would have been (laughs) weird across the wall. You know what it I mean? Doesn't, it doesn't translate. It doesn't know translate. That. So that would have been. We, we could get put on some lists. If, <laughs> so that would have been at the angle that it came down. And it is weighty. I'm not sure if it's composition, but we're definitely going to have to find out what exactly caused this hole. So his thing is that something landed and made this His big thing hole. is a meteor hit Earth and hit it? this beach. Where's the meteor then, Dave? It's. It's in the hole, Sean. It's just... This, it's just Clearly it's not. They would have looked at it like... <laughs> the news outlet did note that while there had been no confirmation that the hole was the site of a meteor strike, Dave had <laughs> the most Irish term. He'd spent the day there. <laughs> he'd spent the day looking at it. <laughs> and he had also spent the day reaching out to other astro- astronomy experts to see if they could help him solve the mystery of the crater on the beach. So their new story is they found this lad, Dave, who nobody would pick up the phone to. Yeah, oh, yeah. and he was he was jumping at the chance to talk about this stuff. Mm. Like, Can Since you imagine th- how good it would feel, by the way, to be the lads who dug the hole? And at this like, point... You're like you're like the lads who made the the crop circles. Like yeah. when do you reveal the big magic trick? When do you reveal it? But also no I see I think with the crop circles there was an element of like they were trying to fool people. But these lads just wanted <laughs> the pure like dudes rock. Like it was a, it was they just wanted to big dig a big hole. And it was so big <laughs> that it ended up on the news and people were like, It could only be from another world. <laughs> 
there's a moment where they're at home with their families and they're just looking at the news and they're just like, that's... The big hole uh, we dug <laughs> like two hours ago. And the what? video is hilarious because like they're using children's buckets and spades to dig yeah. this hole as well. There's two lads digging a big hole. Have you ever not tried to dig a big hole? I don't, make I a don't biggest hole. A big, Connor, if we ever went to the beach, we would dig the biggest hole ever. And we do a podcast inside of it. <laughs> Lads are simple, you know what I mean? Just dig yeah. a big hole, you'll be grand. Oh, manual labour. Class, give it to me. <laughs> um, So now look Taking to the morning after Is when the big story began unravelling And Dave's dreams maybe blew up Um, And because Taking to social media the day after One former Twitter user uh, Shared a clip of how the mysterious hole Came about in the first place They began their tweet And you're going to translate this bit Lads, I'm in bits (laughs) Folks, I cannot stop laughing. <laughs> Thank you. Virgin Media News is after reporting on a hole on Bar- Port, Mar- Bar- Port Marnock Beach that could be the aftermath of a cosmic event. The person went on to reveal that the whole thing came about through some heavy grafting from a couple of lads rather than out any out-of-this-world phenomena. Some fellas literally dug it the day before with a kid shovel, said the user. The way your man was talking about the rock being an asteroid had me in bits. <laughs> like, it's, 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 again, a testament to the quality <laughs> of the whole. Um, d- those two lads, I, I, like, I haven't seen interviews or anything of them. But I, I guarantee they're great crack on a night out, the two of them. <laughs> like, there's a point where they're like, do we tell them? Yeah. Well, like, it's not like it, it got out anyway. But like, I think if, if, if that was me, I would just coast and I would just be like, no, nah, I'm going to leave this where it is. Like, whatever comes in a story comes I, in a story. I think story. you allow Dave to believe for as long it's as nicer. he wants. Yeah. He's the he's the Mulder or Scully. I've not watched X Files. Whoever believes, I think Mulder. Mulder, the boy believes. <laughs> the boy files. <laughs> the boy files. That's what it's called. Um, so, like, I just this story, by the way, rocked all of Ireland. We were like, mm. we are the center of a cosmic event. This Which, has never happened. Nothing ever happens here. That's the thing. And what, like, if aliens did land, imagine if it was Ireland first. And suddenly, we're the most important little island in the whole world, apart from our tax haven status. <laughs> the idea that aliens' first exposure to humans is Irish people is wild. There's no way they'd get us. There's absolutely no, no way. No, like the world doesn't get us. We're fucking odd. Sure, sure look at your man. <laughs> sure, look at him. <laughs> and where are you from now? Would it be warm there now? What would the temperature grave, be back home? A great phrase that is a proper Irish mammy phrase that I heard recently that I hadn't heard before. But I was at like, um, like there was a, a going away party and there was like a sugar jelly worms, you know, like, like those l- jelly worms, worms, but like covered in sugar. Yeah, gummy yeah, worms, yeah. but they're like, there's sugar around them. Yeah. And one of the women, she's about in her 50s, she picks up the worm. And she looks at her friend and she goes, now what is this now when it's at home? And What's this when it's at home is fucking amazing. 
<laughs> Which, or, in an Irish way, is just, what the fuck is this? What does it taste like to a friend? Yeah, it's the suffix when it's at home. Me, like, could be, because uh, it also, like, if you didn't know someone, who's he when he's at home? Yeah, who's he when he's at home? Is it like, is, who's he in his deep personal soul? Yeah, like, it's beautiful because we, like, cut through all the bullshit and all of what mm. he presents. Who is he really? What is he to me? Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then you have to follow it up. Well, you know, John, John yeah. down the road, his son's nephew, it, that's killed his a man. sister. Yeah. And yeah. he's the brother of the man who was killed. <laughs> <laughs> Twice removed Cousins Yeah um, You know me Drinks that, Heineken Down the local th- That phrase alone Made me burst out laughing I just imagined her Talking to the And who are you Now when you're at home Is it um, And now who's yourself Alright Is that good Like it, it's And is there a Mrs. T Because E.T. <laughs> you know uh, Oh good <laughs> I had to explain it I, did, I, was, I, I lost you faith He's going to be picking up These days with the anxieties Going What's through the fucking a- roof lads. So many T's going on. A few WhatsApps there that wouldn't go astray, I'd say. That's probably the best way of communication. I'd say so. You can video call on the phones now. Did you hear that? <laughs> there was a lad in my trade a few weeks ago. Video calling, right? The wife. Grand. Volume full up. No Sorry. headphones. No headphones. Nothing. Jeez. And was it a personal conversation or was it? Oh, oh, proper personal. I'll tell you something now. Her car broke down and she was standing at Aldi, standing in the middle of the town, right? And right. he was on the train coming out of Dublin. And he was like, I can't be there for another, like, yeah. half an hour. So he's fucking no help where he is. Yeah. So why are you bothering? And she said, There's a, she said, the baby's in the back crying. I don't know what to do. She's having a full mental breakdown, this no, woman. Get a taxi home. I'll get the car but, later. But she's having a full breakdown. No headphones. <laughs> That's... That's wild. That's his fault as well, because he really should have oh, fucking... It's fully on him. Like, if you're going to have the conversation... But they were, like, fully fighting. Or, like... And it's, like, one of those weird things where you're That's like, what insane. do you do? <laughs> to, I, like, I would love to just, like, take the phone off your man and be, and just talk her through it. <laughs> like, take charge of the situation. <laughs> and he absolutely just decks you. Just in the middle of the train carriage, just floors me. And then, so he had this like full 10 minute conversation. I remember this is at like 6 o'clock. Like, yeah, fucking yeah. train is full to the brim, like rush hour, right? And so everyone's trying to get home. He hangs up and he just starts sighing. And like, but everyone's been oh. part of the story so far. And so he's just like, I would have oh, said something fucks. to him. Genuinely, I would have. would have been like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but like it's one of those where I was like just put your headphones in just just yeah. stick them in just or, or take the call as a call like there's no need to be a video call in that scenario no scenario like you take the normal call if you're listening full volume on any, on any sort of public transport you need to be arrested yeah if your headphones are too loud as well on public transport fuck you uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's proper old man stuff look I have this I have the soul of an old man inside me there was actually <laughs> I have another story Sorry. there was a woman on the train behind me like last week that was listening to Dua Lipa's song from Barbie yeah right? great so song so she gone great song she was listening to it when she came in I was like oh that's a pretty good tune it's on repeat the this whole way the whole way same song three minutes that's a long journey what the it's, fuck it's almost too long really to listen to the same song that's I, 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 like, I'll repeat a song maybe two or three times if I like it a lot, but yeah, yeah. not. 
definitely it ended and then like the next song started I was like Jeez, this sounds very similar to Dua and then it got into it I was like oh, oh that song's a lot one. longer than I remember it being <laughs> and then it played again and it ended and I was like she's not going for the triple she's not sure. going for the hat trick is she and then, what? fucking Miss Leepa pops up again I'm like alright calm down here fucking what's more going like on more like Tria Leepa how about that what <laughs> the, I was on a bus a while ago and a lad started clipping his fingernails fuck off on the bus and then mm. I swear to god moved on to the toenails after <laughs> <laughs> and he had like a paper unfolded on because it was like there was two seats on the bus and he had both of them he had the paper unfolded on the other seat clipping them onto that fuck off and I'm like this is fucking foul like, that's mad I am going to get sick like you're going toes out on a bus toes out on a bus is a rough no. look risky business on a Dublin bus oh, <laughs> it was a bus airing actually oh that's even worse I know <laughs> that's the wild wild west yeah, anything could happen on. I was on a, a bus airing bus one day I was sitting in the five seats at the back and our lad gets on with like a, a, a gym bag like a gear bag uh, and gets to the opposite sides of the five seats at the back and he just hands me a you, bottle of cider this happened this happened on your way down to me. Yes, to I record. told you about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you telling me this story. And it like and it was open already. It was ten o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, we used to record really early. Because <laughs> I remember you turned up at my house at like half ten and you were like Pistrol. Some lad offered me a can on the bus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I th- I, and I think you said, did you take it? <laughs> yeah, well, obviously. That's the logical next question. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I took the heroin he was offering, but no, I said no to the drink. Yeah, I said, yeah. no, no, no. Don't yeah. need that. No, I couldn't um, possibly. I'm trying to I, I couldn't possibly. I'm on too many drugs. Um, but <laughs> Who are you Sean, when you're at home? <laughs> who are you, you can all take that phrase. Who are you when you're it's at home? very good. Also, yes. again, call if you're abroad with an Irish person, call them a gowl. They won't expect it. I and need someone to do it. keep using the word wake. I was very proud of some of our patrons. They changed their name yeah, that to, was nice. to include the word wake. If you weren't here, wake means weak, but it's an Irish way of saying wake. And it just conveys so much more by saying yeah. it as wake. Like if I said, Sean, you're fucking wake. Yeah. It's much stronger than Sean, you're weak. That's it, but even like, at, at, like, say you're getting a coffee. God, that's very wake, mm. isn't it? That's very wake, coffee, though. That's very wake. Wake sounds like you're being critical. Wake sounds like maybe it's no one's fault, you know? <laughs> it's nobody's fault, but I don't, I'm not happy with the service. I'm not thrilled, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, so we're going to have to move on from our alien beach story, but um, the Ireland was, I mean, a buzz. Go- okay, one question before we go off this story. Uh, Say an alien lands in Ireland in your back garden, says, yeah. Take me to your leader. Who are you bringing him to? Oh. <sighs> uh, who's the nicest? Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell, obviously. Colin- right? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think that's the nicest Irish man I know. <laughs> I'll take Killian Murphy if Colin happens to be out. We in take the Killian. I take Fassbender as well, just in Fassbender. terms of just. No, actually, we're being, we're being facetious here. We're taking him to Michael D. Higgins, the president of Ireland. Actually, 
our actual leader. Like yeah. our actual greatest person is actually our president. So our president we could take is the best in. representation of Ireland there's ever been. To be fair, <laughs> is it the nicest phrase I can give him? He's fucking sound, lads. He's he's, he's fucking, sound. He's lovely. He's just a nice fucking human. <laughs> And also, he's the smartest person, I think, in the country. So we could oh. send the alien to him. He's an actual, like, learned man and knows about... He knows about so much. He knows about the arts. He knows about economics. Oh, my God. Hates <laughs> Elon Musk. Looks, that's another thing. <laughs> if you don't know what he looks like, jeez, you're going to get a fucking shock when you Google him. <laughs> okay, look. Forget all preconceived notions of what you have yeah. of Irish people. Go back to pure stereotype. Change yeah. the red hair to white. That's what yeah. you have. Think of a potato. Yeah. Right? A shaped like a man. He's yeah. a potato shaped like a man, but the potato's full of braids. And also he's four foot eleven or whatever he is. And he's but he oh he has a soul of a giant though. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> I actually I take him the the Michael D. Higgins and Colin Farrell double trip or double threat and then we'd be grand. The aliens would leave us alone. Yeah. The, or they'll stay forever and they'll be our best friends. They actually probably wouldn't they wouldn't want to destroy us. There would be no, no. need. Not at all. Don't go to Dublin, though. Be fine. <laughs> Don't go to Dublin. <laughs> we'll get Michael D. Yao there before we bring them in. We'll ship him down to Cork. He'd do well there. We'll bring him to them. That's yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, stay here. I'll get him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay here. Uh, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Because, Sean, we've kind of covered something like this before. Uh, but bio biohacker who spends $2 million a year to get 18-year-old's body says he has no plans to die. Yes. I mean, okay. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Where do you want me to go from here? Do I, <laughs> I got some jobs. A 45-year-old tech mogul is spending $2 million or £1.6 million every year in an attempt to stay young forever. Brian Johnson, who sold his payment processing tech business, Braintree Venmo, to PayPal. That's for the worst eight... name I've ever heard, by the way. Braintree Venmo is an atrocious name, but he sold it to PayPal for $800 million a decade Fuck. ago. That's a lot of money. He called has called his anti-aging quest Project Blueprint with the aim of biologically becoming 18 again. But you can't, though. You can't biologically become younger. From the second you're born, you're getting older. You're actually never as young as you are at this exact second. That's the thing. Isn't that humbling, everyone? I just found... Also, I realised that 2005 is further away than 2040. Hate that. Don't care for that shit at all. <laughs> just let, let you know. The, uh, wow. Okay. Do you know if Marty McFly went back in time today, he'd go back to 1993? Yeah. It, like, the 90s seemed like five years ago or like 10 years ago, but... Because I, I always just went like, oh, 20 years. I'd be like, oh, 1980. And then yeah. you work up... But now that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> no, it's it's ridiculous. And this feels like, uh, like oh, relatable. Aren't we all getting older content? No, genuinely. No, no. It weighs on me. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, genuinely. All I, I think about is the aging process and otters. That's all I have. It's all I, I, it's all I think of every Do day, you? every waking moment. But also I'm seeing a load of stuff that is like, oh, if you were born in the 90s, you're going to live to be 140. And I'm like, please, no. 
please, that, that sounds, sounds atrocious. I don't care for that <laughs> shit even more at all. <laughs> um, his team of over 30 doctors, headed by Cambridge-based anti-aging expert Dr. Oliver Zolman, closely monitor his blood, heart, liver, kidneys, brain, blood vessels and sexual health and have captured a seemingly unnecessary 33,000 images of the inside of his insides because science, Sean. Okay. Is he just... When he, when they say, like, he's biologically an 18-year-old, are they just swapping in younger parts into him? I, I mean, even that, though, because, like... Once you put it inside, I don't, I don't know if it still stays young. Because, I mean, you might have an 18-year-old liver, but, like, the rest of you... It, you're putting a new engine in, a, in like, a very old car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you're just... It's still... It's still... Like, I, I was, I'm looking at pictures of this dude. Like, he doesn't look... Eight, like, he, he doesn't look 18. He looks good for 45. But he is spending... Two million dollars a year to do. <laughs> You'd want to look good. You'd I want to say. look all right, like. Yeah, his grueling regime involves downing eighty vitamins and mineral supplements every day, alongside a very precise one thousand nine hundred and seventy-seven calorie diet consisting of seventy pounds of mushed veggies a month, as well as almond, ming- m- almond milk, walnuts, flaxseed, and berries. His strict lifestyle also includes exercising for at least an hour a day and hitting the sack at precisely 8.30pm every night, as well as wearing blue light blocking glasses, lasering away skin sun damage, placating the vagus nerve to control stress with a clip-on gadget, and zapping his pelvic floor muscles with electromagnets. (laughs) Well, that last one seems like more of a... Oh, would it be funny if we got him to do this? I think that's more pleasure. (laughs) Yeah. Like, do you remember OIDS? Did you have those back in the day? They're like little rattlesnake fucking magnets. You'd throw them in the air and they'd clash together and they'd make a rattlesnake noise. No. Oh, right. Okay. Because I was thinking, put one of them inside him and then just keep throwing the other one out. (laughs) The pain. (laughs) The absolute pain. Two years into Project Blueprint, the 45-year-old who calls himself a professional rejuvenation athlete. That's that's You're a cunt. The worst. I might have a low tolerance for things today, but get over yourself. (laughs) Um, Claims he has the heart of a 37-year-old, the skin of a 28-year-old, and an 18-year-old's fitness levels and libido. I mean, good for you, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, good for you, man. Two, Two million, though. That's a lot per year. This is my favourite line in the whole in the whole article. It's only one sentence, but it might be the greatest quote we've ever had from any article. It just says, "I currently have no plans to die." <laughs> but that could change at the drop of a hat. <laughs> he doesn't have it in his diary. He's too busy fucking going to sleep at half eight and eating vegetable mush. <laughs> like at a certain point, like yeah, he's fucking living healthy and but he's not. He can't be enjoying all of this. Like no, it can't. Like it, that can't be fun. No, like yeah, it's so regimented that there's no room for like excitement in life. Because excitement, it'll speed up your heart and shit like that. Like he has never known the glory of a three a.m. kebab, like. <laughs> He's never experienced the the dizzying highs and the crushing lows of fucking doing some damage. (laughs) Like, doing some damage. 
That man by Sh- by Sean, when he says doing some damage, he means a few pints with out, the lads. Out with the lads, out with the boys. Having uh, pints of gin and pints of whiskey with the lads. Uh, it does happen every so often. He's never known the fear of making a show of yourself at a wedding afters. Does he seem like shy crack is what you're saying? He does seem like shy crack, you know. Like, this is all he talks about. Like, any time he's with... I'm not even going to say friends, but just people he pays to be around him. I am going in really hard on this, too. You're really going in on the pollen boy. He's not made of pollen. Like, the experiment was inspired by scientific tests on rodents showing that older rats were rejuvenated by, Sean, you're going to get this, multi-generational blood plasma exchange... It involves his 17-year-old son donating his youthful blood to his age-defying dad. That that takes it into a whole new level. Son, give me your blood. He's taking his son's blood, yes. How does the kid feel about this? Hmm? Like, does the kid have a choice in this? In my head, if this was a movie, that kid's hooked up to a machine. He hasn't been awake for years. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of exists as this kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. container for life juice. <laughs> Apparently he started the project after he uh, sold his company and then he went through a messy divorce and he gained £60 <laughs> on a diet of cookies and pizza, which led See, to him Sounds like more crack great. already. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a legend. <laughs> And then he decided that he was not very happy like that. So it took me years to remove that internal demon, he admitted. Um, We are quite literally mad as a species. We are addicted to junk food, to alcohol, to drugs, to cigarettes. All these things which make us feel bad. We are at war with ourselves. How can we hope to save the planet to survive as a species if we can't make peace with our own bodies, Sean? I would say you have to make peace with your own mortality and be okay with looking after the planet regardless. I think actually mortality is more... You can actually achieve a lot more once you realise you will die. Then it kind of gives you strength to be like, I should do a lot of shit while, yeah. I'm, while I'm here. Because, like, look at, like, you know, you you know, you have a deadline in work or an exa- a project you in school or college or whatever. And it's like, oh, the deadline is three months away. I'm not looking at that. But if it's the deadline is tomorrow, that's all getting done, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like, I feel like there's great strength to be like, oh, jeez, I may start doing some shit. Because if I was like, oh, I'm going to live forever, shouldn't do fucking nothing. Like, just yeah. endless days, like. There'd be no push, there'd be no drive if it was mm. just like this, like, extended amount of free time that you would know is guaranteed. Sure, this is gonna, this line is really gonna, this last line is really gonna make you enjoy this man. And he says, I playfully say when I'm trying to become like an 18 year old, <laughs> but hang on, my son is 17, so I always tease him and say, when I grow younger, I wanna be like you. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> That's very unsettling. I think we need to get, like child services in but the guy he's 17 so it's going to be a difficult sell it is but like someone should help him like the A team or something like that like just get him out of there (laughs) he's clearly being harvested for material (laughs) harvested is such a good word (laughs) it is being harvested (laughs) it's all he's there for have you seen here we go you've seen the Michael Bay film The Island (laughs) 
you always go on about the Michael Bay film The Island which starred Ewan McGregor and Scarlett Johansson is it Scarlett Scarlett and Ewan McGregor okay that's good at the peak of their powers in 2005 oh it was the the dream team the ideal time Mm. Uh, but they make clones so that they have guaranteed organ replacements ready to go so the celebrities and rich people can all live longer uh, that's a big twist in the film, but it's been out since 2005. You've ruined that movie from closer to... It's closer to 2040 than it is to 2005, so technically mm. you are allowed to spoil that movie now. <laughs> I'm going to spoil all future movies as well. Uh, <laughs> but that it's, it's, it's similar to that. It's just a bit... It's a bit weird and get over yourself, isn't it? It's What's the point? What's the I point? thought... <laughs> Also, you're you're like you're doing the opposite. You're you're welcoming. I'm just having like you know that thing of like the the fisherman and the dock and the businessman is like oh you, if you work you can buy ten ships and then you won't have to do anything at all and he's like I'm doing nothing now. Someone yeah. is like oh I'm going to live forever and I'm like why would anyone want that? <laughs> have you seen this? Have you seen what's like? Have you seen forever? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've seen movies. Everyone who lives forever is always evil. Always, always. every time, every single. Then the dude because who you live, you live the first one hundred and fifty, and you might be a bit sound or, or kind, and then after one hundred and fifty, you start going. You know what? Yeah. What's the fucking point? I might as well just start doing some mad shit. It's the idea that on an infinite timeline, everyone goes evil. It's like it's one that I fully ascribe to. Yeah. yeah, I do. Once you get to the point where you're like nothing matters, then you get. Once you get to Groundhog Day, level, I would say like, one, one, unless in an, yeah. Sorry, I cut across you there. Once you get to Groundhog Day, it's like yeah, you just fucking nothing means anything. Um, also, if you get to the point that you are literally using your son's blood to make yourself younger. <laughs> I think you've already crossed the threshold there, but how did you know? How did you know that was my chest tattoo? <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> and if I may, if I may give it a lovely quote to end on, Connor, don't confuse youth with beauty. Okay. Oh, you can be beautiful at eighty. Probably not, though. You'll probably not be very beautiful, but you no, could but, be. But depends on who's beauty with aesthetics either, Connor. Beauty exactly, comes in because all you forms. might be a lovely person. Yeah. yeah. You're going to be a lovely now, there person. are some absolute fucking bastards who are 80. They're, they're oh, yeah. pricks. Yeah. And look, but I firmly know which side of the tracks I'm going to end up on. But <laughs> don't assume. The bastard side. <laughs> oh, the bastard side. Everyone wants to be but on the bastard there's side. Somebody, there's going to be somebody when you get to 80 that thinks, He's, they're a nice person. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's worth more. That's worth more than stealing blood for the 17-year-old. <laughs> like, if he has another kid to harvest blood, that's when we know it's going far too far. He just calls them uh, subjects for harvesting. Yeah, yeah, he gives them numerical IDs, basically. <laughs> People who are long-time listeners will also know um, of Brooke Harder. Um, and that is the woman who married a Victorian-era ghost yeah. a few years ago. And then, we last time we touched on them, they were going through some serious troubles. Wasn't um, he texting other ladies or something like that? <laughs> or was that a different ghost I'm thinking of? I think... <laughs> It's so hard to keep up. All of there's these ghosts. One that's, there's another one that's a pirate ghost who's yeah, going with the Irish woman. That's Amethyst Realm, yeah. Amethyst Realm, yeah. yeah. Who de- de- definitely staged them, we, not her real name. We have her book. Uh, one of our lovely patrons and friends, Roisin, uh, sent it to mm. us. Uh, it is a yeah, treat. I'm going to read it on Patreon one day. 
just read it out. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Patreon, Sean, we do have a Patreon, don't we? We do indeed. Heaps of content over on patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast, movie reviews, mm. extra shows and more. And we're probably going to be doing a live listener hangout probably in the next few weeks, Tamud. We're trying to figure it out. But at some yeah. stage, I'm throwing this on, Sean, but I mean, are you free for the rest of 2023 at some stage? I am busy um, every day except now. <laughs> So get on over. Recording next week's show is difficult. The, uh, I also, and I'm just saying this so it's out in the void, because I said this on the last listener hangout, I want us to play Irish GeoGuessr and just be stuck in fields for 40 minutes. I think, I think that'd, that'd be fantastic. Be great content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it would be really good for the international patrons as well, because I think you really get a feel of what we have here. That's it. I did actually, I was. I did some practice rounds just so I was okay at it. And I, no joke, it was 100 metres from my house that it dropped Fuck me. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> I recognise that blade of grass. <laughs> it's a field. Oh, that's that's Tom's shoe. <laughs> so anyway, we're going to get back to the story. We've done yeah, the pitch sorry. for, uh, also you get read out at the end of the episode, but whatever. Um, Sean, this woman who married a Victorian era, era ghost has revealed, Sean, this week, she has finally divorced him. My God, you hate to see yeah. it happen. You hate, you do we, hate to we, see it. They did sign up for the cameo. We've seen the start of it. We've seen the troubles. We've seen the marriage. We've seen more troubles. And now yeah. we've seen the divorce. It's difficult. It's a difficult now, time for us all. See, my question with divorcing a ghost, right, is... Is it... Say you were... Say you want... Okay, I don't know how you marry a ghost and get the documentation for that. I also don't know how you go about divorcing it. So is it easier to do a kind of exorcism scenario and just get rid of the ghost? Or would that be akin to murder in this in this situation? Woman who married a Victorian era ghost has divorced him by having an exorcism. <laughs> oh my God, she killed him. <laughs> Straight up murder. Straight. To be fair, already dead. Already dead in Victorian times, statute mm-hmm. limitations. Also, double indemnity. You can't be convicted of the same crime twice. Uh, I'm not she saying she killed him first in Victorian murder, I assume. Uh, yeah, she probably didn't kill him in Victorian times, unless... <laughs> unless she's a ghost. <laughs> Maybe she's the ghost all along. She can't be the ghost, though, because then then, no, then neither of them would be real. <laughs> well, the reason why this story is back out, Sean, is at the very end of this article. And it's, it's to promote something, but I'm not going to tell you what it is. And that's why she's back in the news, because I think Brocarda has decided that the, the word has died down. So now she's come back out because every few months, maybe every six months, she comes in big because she's yeah. got another thing to promote. Yeah, because she realises that the Sun newspaper will pay £600 for a story. <laughs> True. And me and you <laughs> will follow her love journey. <laughs> it's a system we've got going here, people. Um, so the 40-year-old said the devilishly handsome soldier burst into her bedroom on a stormy night and her fate was set. I'm just, just letting everyone know maybe you weren't here from the first story. They decided they get hitched after only five months of knowing each other and they had their wedding on Halloween last year that is yeah which I think I might have brought this up originally is that that's the perfect time to marry a ghost because that's the one night that the realms between the spirit world are broken down 
Yeah, you did say some bullshit back then, I remember. Hey, no. So, Bricarda hey, says, <laughs> Bricarda says that Wardo, however, under, after their wedding, things got bad, Sean. He got drunk on their honeymoon, which is something we did talk about. They yeah. went to Barry Island in Wales, and then he started getting very possessive. To make matters worse, the ghost also apparently developed, and Sean, this is going to shock you, an unsettling fascination with Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Oh, that's a, okay. So, how unsettling? Because I suppose, like, if your human husband developed an unsettling obsession with Marilyn Monroe, it's weird, but not that weird. But if if he's already a ghost, she's they're they're basically neighbors. Like, it, it's like it's like an affair in the workplace at that point. Is yeah, because there's like there's no way you can intervene in that. Like there's, she's Marilyn Monroe, and she's a ghost. They have so much in common. You, not only would you feel inferior due to her being Marilyn Monroe, you would feel inferior because she has more in common with him due to the fact that she's also a ghost. So, this no, no, was it like, or because of, what would a Victorian view on Marilyn Monroe be? I suppose is the the next question. It's like, is he like, oh, this is class? Or is that he just is confused? genuinely a question nobody has ever asked <laughs> anyone before. <laughs> just me looking at, like, fucking some like it hot. What would a Victorian child think of what this? Do, what do you think? What do you think the Romans would think of Anne Hathaway? Just, uh, let's just probably all be, delve into it. <laughs> probably be big fans of Anne Hathaway. As Queen of Genovia, she'd be another ruler they could respect. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> um, so uh, the 40-year-old Eduardo would... It says 40-year-old Eduardo, by the way, which, I mean, he's not 40, is he? No, he's hundreds and hundreds of years old. Yeah. Uh, the, the the 40-year-old Eduardo, who's actually hundreds and hundreds of years old, would disappear for days and then coming then come back smelling of Chanel Number no. 5, which was Monroe's signature smell. Isn't that also the best-selling perfume in the world, though? Marilyn Monroe's signature smell. There's no other evidence needed, Sean. Can a ghost carry a smell? Like they can change they can't temperature. Carry anything else, so no, unless it's some kind of poltergeist. Mm. So, mm. so it's a poltergeist, but just for perfume, I guess. <laughs> Do you know what's so funny? Is I read that and I didn't once think, "Why does that ghost smell?" Yeah. <laughs> because also, no, sorry, fuck this. Because if it's Marilyn Monroe, sorry, and the, this is the first bit that you're turning on. Sorry, I just want to make a, this clear. It just, there's just so point, many leaps of logic that are being asked of me all at once. <laughs> cool. yeah, yeah. So the, if the, the Victorian imp- era ghost, you were like, that makes sense. I'm on board. They went on honeymoon. I that's see, fine. Mentally, I came to terms with all of that last year. Cool. You've so already gone is, through the stages of grief. Yeah, yeah exactly. Cool. Yeah, yeah. You can play back the tape, and it'll be exactly the same reaction. <laughs> but if the implication is that the ghost now smells like Chanel Number no. Five because I was having a bit of a roll around with Marilyn Monroe that implies mm. that the ghost of Marilyn mm. Monroe either smells like Chanel number no. 5 all the time or yes. tops up her supply of Chanel number no. 5 that she's currently wearing implying that mm. she can interact with the physical world <laughs> so this woman is saying Marilyn Monroe is a poltergeist I, I, I think she's either saying that or she's saying all ghosts smell like whatever they smell like when they died, which would raise the Horrifying. question that this Victorian era ghost would smell like such shit. Smell horrendous. That's a time when <laughs> bathing wasn't a regular thing. 
like you you'd work all day sewage sewage lines people are just throwing shit in the street mm. connor i don't know <laughs> look love conquers all i suppose well she did try to set boundaries the more boundaries she put on her new husband sean that only sent him into anger so Bracarda oh. decided to return to the chapel where they were exchanged vows and performed an exorcism how can a go- okay wait, wait, so they got married in a chapel is a ghost allowed in a church uh, hallowed ground I, I'm, I mean they Look, say a lot of things they do say a lot of things they do say a lot of things <laughs> I guess but then, and then he thinks oh I'm safe in this church this is where I got married boom yeah, exercised yeah, yeah. Um, our relationship has always been turbulent from the beginning. I feel like we also discussed the divorce before, um, or her looking to get a, a divorce. Oh, definitely, yeah. This like this definitely came up. Like if it doesn't, because this is when the troubles were starting in the relationship. Exactly, and so I think the the, the exorcism has only happened now. Because I came to the conclusion that the journey with Eduardo had no positive conclusion and his his energy was dragging me down. There was no breakup conversation, which, Sean, it's a ghost. Very difficult to have any sort of conversation. So I would assume definite that that is a truthful statement so far from Bracarda. That's yeah, but it's hard to write. It's not you. It's me on a Ouija board. So... (laughs) That's the best joke I'll ever make, and I will never be on this podcast again. <laughs> she should have sent them a cameo <laughs> of me and you. <laughs> Just riffing on this situation. Look, lad, I know you probably smell like shit, or maybe Chanel number five, because you were, I don't know, having sex with Marilyn Monroe's ghost, who's a poltergeist? We don't know at the minute. But lad, I have to be honest with you, Bricarda, she's not into you no more, brother. I just fucking go on my way. Pack a suitcase, leave the area. Plenty more fish in the sea, you know? Plenty more fish in heaven? Hell? And I'll tell you something, you can search that sea all day, lad. You don't need to breed. You can search for any fish you want. Go down to the very fucking depths. Go swimming there. Find a siren for yourself, why not? And it'll help the smell as well, the longer you're there. (laughs) No, no, because he'll still smell like it, because he smells like that forever now. If Marilyn Monroe smells like Chanel number five. If we go off the basic logic of previous... We established these terms already. Um, The world building that has already gone on. Oh, the Um, deep lore in this fucking weird news episode. So she consulted a psychic medium um, to to help her assert her boundaries over Eduardo and to try to tame him, but it didn't work. He grew increasingly more aggressive and nasty and began to haunt her with the sound of a screaming baby. I think that's where that's where we ended last time. Yes. I concluded that the only way to get rid of Eduardo was to exercise him. Um, what running would I do? <laughs> oh, it's one of my, my own biggest fears, let me tell you. <laughs> Thanks everyone um, for listening to this episode. <laughs> if you need to send us a cameo, <laughs> it's not you, it's us. <laughs> so I embarked on the harrowing process in the chapel where we got married. After hours, he was finally purged from my system. I felt light and free and excited to be released of his troubled spirit. Since the exorcism, I haven't felt his presence or seen him. The whole energy has shifted and life feels more light and joyful. I am quite adamant that I no longer want to be haunted by Eduardo so his presence isn't welcome in my life pretty strong words yeah that also all sounds like it could be said about an actual breakup between two mm-hmm. living humans um mm-hmm. i wonder will i don't know she bump into eduardo on a night out and they have messy words together like will that happen at all do you think how how many drinks have you had at that point when how did the breakup go a very yeah. interesting dynamic because it could be 
please take me back or you fucking awful bastard. Well, and like there was no breakup conversation, you know, so there's probably a lot left unsaid there. True. Uh, so they're going to like it's going to it's going to come out eventually, Connor. Because um, is he exercised from the world or just from her? I suppose that's a good point because <laughs> I mean it's not. <laughs> it's not a good point at all. Sorry, I just heard myself speaking that. But in the whole context of this exact fucking insane conversation, that's a fantastic point, Sean. Thank because you very much. If, if following up on that exercising him does that exercise him from everyone so she's she's also taking away his chance to even get love in another place um, yeah th- he could find love in a hopeless place as we were told one time in a song and I have like, heard that before <laughs> and so and so her doing that does it get rid of him for everyone or just her because this is the th- yeah because and like this th- and his little like tryst with Marilyn Monroe was that within the concept of those both being ghosts in our mm. world because then what happens like what I mean what's beyond <laughs> what's beyond our world Connor do we or do we exist really or do what we happens when we die Sean endless nothingness, I, I think, think this should be our cameos <laughs> it gets really heavy about 20 minutes into the cameos <laughs> could people. you wish happy birthday to my grad yeah well look you're gonna die soon right? and it's best and to I'll come be to terms with that honestly nobody knows what's gonna happen next to be honest with you Agnes anything could fucking happen just, and in many ways, will be first to see it in many ways isn't it better if there's nothing do you know just enjoy the time we have together you know that's what makes it special worms will be feast on your fucking face after not a, even a week later so no, don't worry about it it'll be fine <laughs> you won't care you'll be gone everyone you know and love will die <laughs> And there's the funny thing is, there's nothing you can do to stop it. <laughs> anyway, give us a fiver. <laughs> Go on there. <laughs> um, so, Sean, how we know all of this is because she gave this interview is because Sean Brocarda has finally come full circle oh. and has wrote a song for us called Just Another Anthem about her relationship with Eduardo and she believes it's an in-your-face message to symbolise that I've moved on. So she's writing a song to him. To him, who's gone, who's exercised. To be fair, she has killed him, so it's kind of a pointless song, but she's written a song called Just Another Album. Um... And you are feel free to Google that song. You can look at the lyrics if you'd like. Uh, yeah, I'll um, pull it up here now. Just another anthem, is it? Uh, just another anthem by Brocarda. Anthem Brocarda. Oh, it's God, it's a suggested search. <laughs> Holy fuck, this video looks like it goes hard. Hang on. There's a lot of monks. <laughs> Fucking 40,000 views, to be fair to her. She's a big deal. Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's getting a bit spooky. Oh. Oh, I'll get it a drop cup. Connor, actually. <laughs> actually. <laughs> Be honest, I don't mind that all too much. What are you talking about? <laughs> 
It's like it's it's, 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 it's all right. It's you fine. are the it's, most. You're just flippy floppy. Is all you are, right? You literally have spent basically since the start of this podcast. Not even today's episode. I mean, since the start, the commencement of the first episode of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. You've told me this woman's an absolute fucking bitch, right? You hated her since the day she came on with her fucking ghost husband, and you said it's all lunacy. Now she releases one fucking mildly rock song. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I come around. Look, I'm an easy man to please. What can I say? If, if I can also make a case, Connor, the music video yeah. contains footage from their wedding video. No. Oh, which is that's... her standing by herself in front of a priest <laughs> pretending to put a ring on a ghost. No priest is going to marry you to a ghost. He's not. He doesn't. He mightn't be a particularly by the book priest you know he's one of these he's a bad boy priest he's a bad boy priest but not a bad boy priest <laughs> no but not, but not the way priest. you're thinking not, <laughs> not in the not the really know. bad ones like a bad like an edgy one like a, not, he's, not, yeah he's, he's he's not a he's not a cool priest but he's not he's an edgy priest he's like he's not gonna pull out a guitar and like sing a song about it but he's oh, also no. not gonna probably touch inappropriately Children. people Children mostly, to be yeah, honest with you. People, children, you know, the, all of this is like, this is all superfluous information to the fact that that song is pretty good. Okay. And it's, I will say, it's better than it has any right to be. Uh, you listen to at least, you listen to 30 seconds of it and you were immediately like, I mean. All right. I'm going to skip to two minutes and three seconds in and let's please. see what's happening. Yeah. I The light I can see right through you in relation to her ghost husband. <laughs> Fucking beautiful. No, it's not. It's amazing. I think, um, I don't want to say this too loud, but we've we've lost him. Um, he's, There's a whole he's lost series. The There's a whole series of Bricarda music videos. Have you so, fallen down the stairs recently? What the fuck are you talking about? Love me till I'm beautiful. Twisted. <laughs> the Last Supper. Haunted, just another anthem. There's, they keep going. Her biggest video has six hundred and seventy thousand views. You're goddamn right. I'm six hundred and sixty of them, to be fair. But you, you're coming out against Bricard. I hate listening, Sean. Ah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean, we're gonna have to move on from Bricard now that you're her biggest I don't fan. Think I apparently, can't move on. I, I think I, this no, is me can. now. Does she have merch? Um, I wonder. No, you're not buying her merch before you buy our merch. What the Correction, fuck are you talking Connor, about? The podcast is buying her merch, okay? <laughs> Go to Patreon. I bought all of her merch. <laughs> Please, we need a Patreon subscriber <laughs> to fund Sean's obsession. The I don't think there's merch, but if look, I'll I'll bootleg some, it'll be fine, I'll make it myself. If you were to do merch for her, what would you come up with? Uh it would be probably a like you know one of those Halloween ghost outfits? It'd be that, but mm. like a onesie. Uh, oh yeah and it's or uh, a Victorian military uniform but it's like in the style of those tuxedo shirts uh, I think that's what, what I'm working with but there. it's like it's standing up by itself and, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. and the shoes are there but there's nobody else exactly yeah yeah and mm-hmm. then there's one that's just you. but you pay 50 quid and you get nothing and it's called I see right through you uh, <laughs> and it's a transparent shirt is what you've bought <laughs> we're gonna move on we gotta start at one place and that is in India, because oh. we have Indian officials suspended after he drains reservoir to retrieve food he dropped while taking selfie. <laughs> Ooh, it's it's all it, at a certain point it's gone, you know. 
Like, I get, like, oh, you can technically drain a reservoir, but you shouldn't for a phone. It's it's one of those where, yeah, how much do you love the selfie that you just took? Um, how good was the lighting? I mean, if the lighting was excellent, I mean, I would drain multiple reservoirs. If I got one that made me look at least six out of ten, I'm draining reservoirs all day, Sean. Oh, <laughs> oh like, my I, God. It's literally, like... The reserves of water in India. Like, that's pretty... Where do you drain it? Yeah. Do you just fucking let it out on the side of the road, like? <laughs> That'll do there now. <laughs> Stick it in the grass. It'll be fine. Um, a government official in India has been suspended from his job after he ordered a water reservoir to be drained so he could retrieve his smartphone, <laughs> which he dropped while taking a selfie. Um, food inspector Rajesh Vishwas dropped his Samsung smartphone in the dam in central in, in a central Indian state last week. Um, he first asked local divers to jump into the reservoir to find the device. <laughs> Yeah, just fuck it. How important is this for? Does this man not have backup turned on? <laughs> has he heard of a Google Drive? The old iCloud. Oh no, it's Samsung. Yeah, Google Drive. Like, mm-hmm. it's all in the cloud anyway. How? Yeah. Also, if you have time to source and attempt to hire divers, <laughs> the phone's been underwater too fucking long. Here's my, here's my follow up question. Who do you call to find divers? <laughs> the local diving club, surely. Uh, the local diving club. I have a very serious problem. I know you're in your day job. <laughs> like they're not waiting beside the fucking lake. I <laughs> know, uh, but there's, no, there's lads in town here that do diving like tours and expeditions and stuff like that. Yeah, but like they're not waiting by the red phone, waiting for an they emergency. Have a phone. Is, but they have mobiles, Connor. This isn't some yeah, Batman but, level. Like, it's not like 911. You can't just be like, I need you. Like, you can't. Google the phone thing. number. Why, why was this the hard what part are you talking of the story about? for well, you? No, no, hang on. They could be doing other things. Maybe they dive at a fair time. Maybe they're an accountant. Monday to Friday. An accountant would be able to answer a phone, my dude. <laughs> but even if you answer the phone, you go, well, sorry, I only dive on Saturdays. Maybe that's why he was, maybe that's what he was told. But your your issue was how do you call them in the first place. Which seems People like don't pick the up least their phone. intense part of this whole operation. <laughs> I, even if I was in that club, I would watch the ringer ring out. <laughs> I've been looking at that phone number. It's like, not today. Not today, not friends. Today. It's probably a scab. Do you, have you ever gone diving? I've, I haven't ever gone diving. Is is it good? It seems I've like got, something you would die during. Uh, yeah, uh, nearly. Uh, mm. I, I went snorkeling as a kid, and I just I looked around like fucking shallow water and stuff like I that. I just assume every story of you as a child is you nearly dying. Yeah, I, I was in a, a it was in a pool in Germany, and it was like a ten meter deep pool. And I dropped my locker key to the bottom, and I tried to swim down, and the pressure in my head felt like it was about to explode. And in the end, there happened to be some local divers there. There's and no, they they're lifeguards. That's different. No, there were just other lads swimming. Fuck I went off, to- the boys in the flippers and the full black suits just turned up with the oxygen tanks, didn't no, they? No, 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 they were free divers, so they could breathe in certain ways that their heads wouldn't explode, but mine would have exploded. I jumped off an Olympic diving board, Connor, at the time. You did or they did? I did. 
You did. It was 30 feet in the air. It was class. Fucking hell. How old were you? Uh, 15. <sighs> yeah. Basically immortal. I remember having time to process that I didn't want to do it on the way down. <laughs> then I hit the water. If, if you have time to think, you know what, actually, this is kind of a bad idea on the way down, you're too high. I think you're you need that up. split second of just going, I don't have to think, just jump, there's water there. But here's the thing, right, and don't, no one take my advice on this, mm. but I, I, I went with the school to Germany. So it yeah. was, I was being watched by, oh, like 60 oh, of peer my pressure. peers. And mm-hmm. like... What am I going to do? Walk back down? And you heard a bark bark from the bottom. You went, oh, no, not you, to the, Jim. To the, lads you, credits, Jim. to the lads' credits, there was no bark, bark, bark. But everyone who went up that stairs, yeah, yeah, yeah. the 30 feet in the air, it was, the you know, the slow build of, oh. Oh, that's worse. That's worse because you, you have to go at the, the peak of the, oh. But, you yeah. know, it's not when you're ready. It's when they're ready for you. That's it. They dictate mm. the pace of the jump at that point. But <laughs> I dictated the speed down, which was quick. <laughs> which is gravity. <laughs> 9.8 metres per second. <laughs> Pretty good. I'm assuming yeah. everybody else did very similar times. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was the fastest. Fall. You were the fastest gravity. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's, this man is a food inspector by day um, mm-hmm. and he, when he rang the divers he said that uh, he, they had to find the device and jump into the reservoir because from his claim it contains sensitive government data now I'm not saying food inspectors aren't important Sean very important we don't very want any poison yeah. but who's who's sharing the CIA documents with this lad is my question it's, yeah and like if you had, like, if you had to destroy a phone, submerging it in a reservoir is a pretty good way of just like, cause, like, just report that. There's like people, people have left government phones on trains and shit like that. Just report it to the government. Say, hey, it's at the bottom of the reservoir, and they'll deal with it. Well, after the initial attempt, so he find he gets a whole bunch of divers in. None of them can find the phone, right? And how big is the this- reservoir? Oh, it's massive. At this point, Sean, um, here's here's my take. You go home, right? If you've got yeah. the professional divers in and they haven't found it and you've lost your phone, I think you just need to take one for the team and just be like, look, I've lost that phone. It's gone. Yeah, like I'll hold my hands up yeah. and just be like, no, I messed up here. I'm, I'm in charge of food, not liquid. <laughs> but after the initial attempt to retrieve his smartphone failed, Sean, this man did not give up. He was not taking it no for an answer because he then decided to ask the people who worked at the reservoir to empty it using the diesel pumps. So uh, over the next three days, Sean, Jesus. more than two million litres of water were pumped out from the reservoir. What the f- to, to To another reservoir, hopefully, right? <laughs> two million litres were pumped out of the reservoir, which is enough to irrigate at least 1,500 acres of land, which is, this is during India's scorching summer. <laughs> it is summertime, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, and he got suspended for this. 
Yeah, like, he should be nah, arrested. He should be fucking, like, he should be... Oh. Death penalty. Like, uh, he should have to drink every bit of water that he wasted. Yeah. He should have to drink it all in the space of three days. That's that's the only option, because this man, during a heat wave, where it's very, very warm, there's a severe water scarcity, causing crop losses, forest fires, cuts the powers all over India. This man loses his smartphone and then decides, let's drain the reservoir, we don't need the two million litres of water. But it was underwater for three yeah. days. Yeah, well, I would say four days, because... The day that you do it and then three days afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah. It's not just the the divers and the pumps don't just happen straight away. Mm. Like, how did he, what, uh, did he have to okay this with anyone? Or was it just he said? What kind of a sway does a food inspector have in India? He must have dirt on someone. (laughs) He has to have some dirt. Because he's just like, I want the national fucking guard here. And the boys are just arriving helicopters. (laughs) What? Like, okay. Okay. Say, we have, we've pre-recorded all of the shows for the next 10 years. They're on a waterproof hard drive that I've fucked into a reservoir for no good reason. Without causing too much trouble or hiring divers, how are you getting the hard drive back? Uh, a boat and, and a big net. You're oh, taking the Jaws approach, are we? Yes. Wait. I mean, correct answer, throw a load of river otters in there. Because they naturally they want to look for stones and shit, right? But it's a reservoir. Yeah. There's not there's there's smooth concrete oh, no, on all sides. In a reservoir. Stones. The only pick up a item in that reservoir yeah. will be the hard drive with ten years of heroes for hire shows on it. Yeah. So we get the otters, and then we have to find a way to find out which otter has it. Follow up uh, question: yeah. How many otters? Follow up to the follow up question: Where are you getting the otters? A local otter sanctuary. Obviously. Local otter sanctuary. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, there are so many of them. Uh, look, there, there's there's heaps of otters. There's loads of otters. Uh, <laughs> yeah, in the world, not yeah. near you. Ship them in. <laughs> Give me the best. Ship them in. Give me the best of the best. So yeah, uh, uh, look. Okay, so for like, say the size of an Olympic swimming pool, we're yeah. trying to get through. I'm thinking. 80 otters? <laughs> 80 otters? 80 otters. Give 80 otters and give them fuck all else to do. Only How much look for per otter? You rent, you don't pay for them. You're, they borrow them. What are you talking? They're from a sanctuary. Insane. You're a maniac. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm on so many antihistamines. <laughs> 80 otters to do a swimming pool. Yeah. Are you saying that's too much or too little? I don't know. Too many otters. No. Look at how, even, that's a swimming pool, but look at how big this reservoir is. Yeah, but if you have 80, then you have to check all 80 don't have the phone. Whereas if you only bring in three, then you only need to check three of them. It's all about, no, it's all about scale, right? Because at the minute we have heaps of water, millions of gallons of water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, no, and, and no otters. And one hard drive. We've yeah. now turned billions, millions of gallons into 80 
small, cute little creatures. So we're we're small in it every time. <laughs> Fuck that! I'm draining the reservoir. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> You can't. You'll flood. Uh, fucking Cashel. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you now. I'm gonna. Fl- I'm gonna drain the reservoir and shoot all the otters because I cannot be looking at eighty otters flopping around in the dry. In the you could absolutely. D- 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 they can go on land or water, Connor. They're a wonderful animal. You are a maniac. You said you were going to get them from an otter sanctuary, and then you said you're going to ship them in. Yeah, like. Granted, an otter sanctuary might not have 80 otters on hand. We might need to contact a few. But yeah. that's... <laughs> we'll get it. Get we me can, your best 20 otters and send them over to here. Thus, in the graph of like time the hard drive is spent underwater and amount of otters, 80 is the perfect amount for finding it. <laughs> you just decided that. I don't... <laughs> There's no mats. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have the amount of water It's vibes, trust me <laughs> I'm just going off fields It's, yeah uh, t- I, I, uh, Yeah, an 80 feels right Well, okay It's 21 million litres, is that what was said? Oh my fucking god um, hey, No, it god. was mm. 2 million litres of water in two this reservoir I, t- I still think 80 would have it I think they'd have still, they'd think, have it within a day. They would have it within a day. I think a million otters. You need to get a million. No, that's un. That's cruel. First of all, you can't put <laughs> to them, who to the otters, lad. Yeah, bring an eighty to missing fucking grey. You're either. giving what you're doing there is you're giving every otter one liter or two liters of water. Yeah, to exist in. Yeah, that's not enough space. They'll never find it. <laughs> You've taken my perfect I think, solution. I think what I'm actually it, doing is it's, blowing up your argument by showing how fucking insane it is. I can make any argument insane by adding a million no, of no. anything. <laughs> it's like talking to a wall. It, just, it doesn't make any sense. Uh, look, I, I, look, I just think... So now you've, you've come back and decided this man's in the right... No, he's not in the right. He should have. Oh, sorry. Should have should thought have of another waters. solution. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could have just given up. He could have. Well, you and him. Now that you've put yourself in that situation, you know, actually, I'm feeling how he's feeling now is that I've gone too deep, and now I have to continue. Yeah. I have to continue with this argument. <laughs> how long what's would it take to ship eighty otters to your location? Right now, how many otters are yeah. in Ireland? Do you think? Uh, I how there's no way on earth I could ever know the answer to that question. I don't know. A there's only one type of otter in Ireland. <laughs> uh, there's roughly ten thousand adult otters in Ireland. So I'm, that's a, dr- a drop in the bucket, if you will. <laughs> if you will, Connor. I would. <laughs> I really will not. Um, I just wanted to start this because I thought this man was bad, but now you've turned me that you are also terrible. Uh, no, no. I, 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 ah, look, all, all I'm saying is India has three of the thirteen species of otter, so you're already well, tripping. Fucking hooray for India! Like, <laughs> what do you want me to do with that? The otter is very good at finding things in water. Is all I'm trying to say. And they're friendly and can be reasoned with. I would stroll down to my local store and buy a new phone and then just leave it. But the documents, Connor, 
We've got a 10 years of shows on that phone. Sorry, yeah, you're right. I would have just recorded them again. It's not a word with the fucking otters, man. Oh, it's so much better. So much better. <laughs> we can video it. It'll be content. <laughs> oh, no, I dropped the video camera. <laughs> Get 80 more otters. <laughs> The other ones, they're still focused. <laughs> There's 80 of them focused on the, on the one hard drive and the other 80 are on the video recorder. And you you have to have 80 minimum to record on one item to get one item. They, they'll only focus on that. That's what our that's what our uh, our numbers yeah, yeah. say. That's what our statistics say. Uh, Sean, we're going to move on because, I mean, that went, that went way out of hand real quick. German Museum employee swaps painting for fake and sells original to fund luxury lifestyle. Dude, if you can achieve that, do it. <laughs> so a German museum employee has swapped out a painting with a fake and then sold the original to buy stuff, including a Rolls Royce and expensive watches, according to the Munich court. See, so, you gotta, like, pace yourself with the purchases. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, it just looks suspicious otherwise. <laughs> The 30-year-old man, who remains unnamed, uh, was also convicted of stealing three other artworks that he was also going to sell oh. on and replaced each one of them with a fake. That has to be the long con, though. Like, you don't get into the museum business and then decide to steal, surely. So, the, he was given a 21-month suspended sentence in order to pay back the museum more than €60,000. Um, in a press release published on Monday, the Munich District Court said its sentencing took into account that the man had confessed and shown genuine remorse for his shithousery. Now, here's the thing. I feel like he might be telling some lies or fibs. Yep, because if you had genuine remorse... You wouldn't have three other paintings ready to go, would you? So, I mean, if you got the job at the museum and then you stole the painting and then you replaced it with a fake painting of the exact same one, then you went about selling that painting on the black market for money, which yeah. you bought, which you bought Rolls Royces and watches with, and then you saw you stole another tree and replaced all three of them with fakes. You'd move from one to three on the next stage of the plan. He then said. I acted without thinking, and he could no longer explain his behaviour. <laughs> that kind of operation requires a lot of thought by design. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he was intimately involved in the thinking process for this. So this is between, I think this happened in like 2018, so they're only getting to court now. Uh, during that time, he stole uh, The Tale of the Frog Prince by Franz von Stuck, replaced it with a fake and put the original one up for auction. He lied to the Munich auction house, saying the painting had once belonged to his grandparents. Um, it later sold to a gallery for $74,000 or 70,000 euros, and the man received 50,000 euros in cash after the auction fees were deducted. He then also stole three other paintings from the museum's storage facility and successfully sold two of them on as well. Um, One of the works was sold via auction and was purchased for 12 grand um, and he used the money to pay off debts and fund a luxurious lifestyle. Would you not? Like, how how are they getting sold so easily? Because surely they can check and see, oh... This is currently in this museum. I thought that as well. I thought it was like a system that you'd be like, well, this is clearly stolen. Yeah, like if I show, if I rock up to like the local car boot sale with the Mona Lisa. Yeah, they're going to ask like, questions. Gonna, yeah, they're going to be like, one, 
we we banned you from here. Why are you back? And then two, where did you get the Mona Lisa? That's in the Louvre. Don't bring those red squirrels back here. <laughs> we've, Sean, we keep telling you. <laughs> You're like, the red squirrels painted it. They were high on steroids. They're very talented. They have so much energy. I gave them LC, LSD. This is what they did. They, they, they wrote a Beatles album. It's weird. <laughs> Um, so the museum meanwhile told CNN that it is making efforts to recover the painting so it still has not recovered the painting Sean so if you're um, the person that buys those paintings what happens to you like hmm because I don't know if you because they would have to be able to prove that you knew it was stolen at the time of purchase which would be very hard to do unless there was a paper trail of you going I know it's stolen but by god I'm gonna buy it anyway yeah like if, if you just play the part of like oh I'm just someone who's who likes a nice painting and this is what it cost mm. then surely you get maybe you get to keep you get to keep ownership of it but it goes back to the museum would that be fair Hmm. No, because legally you never... He never owed it to sell it to you. But this is the question of, like, if I buy stolen goods that I don't know are stolen, are they mine? No. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to, where, how am I so compensated? You're telling me, right? right? I break into a house. Yeah. I steal a big flat screen TV. Yeah. And then next week I sell you a big flat screen TV. And I, in all good conscience, do not know that it's a stolen TV. But if they... Police tracked that TV down to your house. They said this was stolen. It was bought under false pretenses. It's going back to the family who owns it. I like I. Mm, I don't think it should. <laughs> You're doing the finders keepers rule. <laughs> it's not even the finders keepers rule. It's the I fucking bought it rule. So who's paying me for the money that I spent on that TV? But they'll give you the money back. Who is going to? I suppose the guy who's going to jail has to give you the money. I'm not going to trust him. He's a thief. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, I'm assuming the money will come back to you, surely, because it's not yours to have. Is it the insurance company? Maybe the insurance... I don't don't know the ins and outs, I assume. But all I know is that TV's going back to the people who originally bought it. You can't just buy something if they don't want to sell it. And they've already bought it. Okay, so say, and I think we might have talked about this before, but say my uncle robs a bank, right? Why did we talk about this before? Your, your uncle's always up to some fucking shady he's, shit. He's up to something. Look, yeah, long hours. You have to pass him something. Fingers McGee, we call him. Go on. That, that, that is his name. It's a different last name. Um, the <laughs> If he steal, robs a bank, gives me a tenner, and I buy a lotto ticket with that money, and I win the jackpot. Do I get to keep that jackpot money? Interesting. Now, that is, that's a very niche version of what we've been talking about. It's a very about. specific circumstance. That to help you in your argument. Yes, yeah. I understand what you're doing here. Um, and I don't know that money's stolen. It's given to me as a birthday gift, perhaps. And I buy a lotto ticket with that money. No, I think you could give them back 10. I would You give them back the 10... And you get to keep the money from the lottery ticket because technically you also have... You could have paid for it with a different 10. They would have to prove that you had literally zero in your bank account right. when you bought that. I get you. Okay. So that I would be expected out of my winnings to pay back the 10 that my uncle stole. But if you won like $5 billion, yeah, that's that. I mean, like it'd be fine to pay back $10. Right. 
What if I Okay So say You're fighting the 10 <laughs> I, No <laughs> Out of principle But say Here's here's a situation right My uncle Robs From A Charity Right Oh no he, Fingers and, No <laughs> What are you here's, doing no, but, uh, 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 Robs from a charity Gives me a tenner I buy a lottery ticket <laughs> I win the lottery Okay Then I Of the winnings I yeah. donate Let's say I, Hopefully more But I would donate 10 To the charity Already $10 or 10% $10 Oh fuck's sake Okay So the charity has already gotten $10 back From the money that was stolen Yeah Out of my winnings What happens then <laughs> Obviously, I would. I'm like a judge. Give more. How how the fuck am I meant to know what happens then? But all I do know is that's taking the fucking piss. You you won. Yeah, you won twenty million dollars or twenty million euro, and you're only going to give them back ten euro from the fucking charity shop. Give them back two million, and then nothing will be said. Okay, say I make my fortune on the lottery after my uncle has winning the lottery. Right, I've done it three times now. (laughs) The crime goes unsolved. Alright My uncle passes away I pass away My great grandson Living large off of my billions at this point Then it's discovered How much did you win? I I invested it very very well I put it all in GameStop Uh, (laughs) And Apple And and Apple computers Um, I I bought a load of NFTs Um, Good Then Years later, it's discovered that that original money that I bought the lottery ticket with was stolen. And that's made public knowledge. Then what happens to my great-grandson? Fucking hell. Like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Why are you asking me? I don't know. There's there's got to be somebody listening to this. I don't know if there's anyone... In the world that would be able to answer that question of what would I would assume that once the twenty year thing it's not illegal anymore. It's it's oh, the, out of, statute of limitations. They can't prosecute anybody in the family or more about something that happened more than twenty or twenty five years ago. Okay, let me hit you with this. Alright. Oh for God's sake. It's twenty it's exactly twenty four years it's exactly. <laughs> and eleven months. No 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 no. So double indemnity, right? You can't be convicted of the same crime twice. Yes. So, my uncle gives me a tenner. I buy a lottery ticket. Your uncle would have go fuck himself, to be honest with you now. <laughs> Unbeknownst to anyone else. Keep your fucking tenner, uncle. <laughs> I don't want it. It's cursed. It's blood money. <laughs> Come on. I buy a lottery ticket. I win the lottery, right? That all goes away. Unbeknownst to everyone else, he gave me another tenner on that same day. When it all comes out about the lottery... And I pay back the original tenor, right? I use that second tenor to buy a new lottery ticket and win again. <laughs> then what happens? <laughs> Statistically unlikely, I grant you. Statistically? I mean, it's the same day, so it's the same numbers that would win the lottery, so you're just splitting the winnings with yourself. No, 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 because it's after the original oh, lottery win. Co- oh, I win the lottery saying, twice in this scenario. So in your scenario, you, you basically win the lottery two months running. Yeah. Right. With two 10 euros that your uncle gave you, but he robbed them from a charity shop. Yes, not a charity shop, a full-on charity. 
Oh, full on charity. Also, oh, like he shop. was, he went into the orphanage, like and fucking was punching some kids, took yeah, the money yeah, off yeah. them. Yeah, they're the guards okay. for the safe for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, and so when the original would, robbery is revealed, then I give the ten euro back from that original winnings. But then I still have a yeah. tenner left over, and then I buy another lottery ticket the next month. <laughs> but did you go to jail? No, he went to jail because he robbed the charity. I didn't know. <laughs> Yeah, but then, then you haven't been done with any crime either time. No, I've never done a crime in this. But scenario. you can't get double indemnity then if you've never done a crime. But can I? But can I be punished for his crime twice? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I want to know. My ears are bleeding. I am. It's oh, a concussion, um, Connor. But you've never. But you've never been, you, it can't be double indemnity if you've never been convicted the first time. So he can be convicted only once, but I can be convicted twice. I can have to pay another tenner back. But you, back can't, you haven't been convicted either of time. They just were like, oh, would you give us a tenner, lad? <laughs> and I'm like, no. <laughs> like, they're not going to take your kneecaps or send you away for 20 years. You're going to be like, he gave you a tenner, give it back to us. So I can keep the winnings, apart from a, a sizable donation to the charity, let's say. Yeah. Okay, that's good to know for no apparent reason. What the uh, fuck is that going to help you with? That's the, you're never going to do I'm that. Curious. I have a curious mind. <laughs> I want to I learn. Hate your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> He's a fucking prick. Hey, look now. Uh, oh, that's not, I actually think that's the, that's literally the end of the show. Oh you no, have, it's not. Is it? I don't want to end on you. Wasted ten minutes talking about that. We never even got to Florida. Oh, I'm really sorry. Do you want me to cut that out? Genuinely, do you want me to cut that no, out? No, I think it's funnier to leave it in. No, honest to God. <laughs> oh, you've no. ruined my day. Let's ruin everyone else's. Everyone's going to know I'm thick as fuck. So Connor. there's a Q&A on Spotify. Could anyone put oh, in their Jesus. answer as to what you think would happen to Sean after his weird fucking prick of an uncle robs a fucking charity shop? I just, I just think I'm entitled to something, you know? I don't have to give yeah, it all back. You haven't gotten anything. It's a hypothetical. I'm allowed to ask questions, Connor. But you just kept changing the hypothetical to suit yourself. Yeah, that's it's called elaborating on. Oh, what if Robin fought the Hulk? Like none of this matters. <laughs> like <laughs> you were you were asking me with a look in your eye, like you have the answer. Go on there. Now. You're the man. I know you're the man to solve this for me. Um, Sean, would you like to take us out for another week of weird news? Yes, thank you, Connor. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back on Friday. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.